0: Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that is trying to sound Irish but comes off as piracy on the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. My name's Ethan.
1: Oh, God. And
2: I'm Georgia.
0: And your name... (laughs) (laughs) All then.
2: Yours was the perfect one with all the
0: R's. (laughs) The The one R, but still. (laughs) So we are here today to talk about episode 113, The Departed. And we're probably about, I don't know hour and a half, two hours, away from meeting in person, on the screen anyway, BFF of the BFE, Hermes! Hermes! Hermes. So let's power through this stuff and we can go ahead and talk to Hermes, shall we? So we charted this week in, I can't do an Irish app. I used to be able to do it, it's all in the R's, one, two, three.
1: It depends <laughs> what part of Ireland Oh, that's not from. that bad there. It's not that bad, is it? Yours sounds more like, Slightly weird Shrek.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> Shrek it was a, a bit, bit more Scottish. A bit ours. I don't know. We uh, got Great Britain. Oh, it's not bad. There, Canada, Ireland, Australia. Oh, I've lost it now. That was Australian. Uh, we've got uh, Denmark, Netherlands, Switzerland, Malaysia. Number thirty-eight in South Korea. Number nine in Nigeria. Number seven in Norway, and number five in Ghana. Hey, Ghana. West Love me Ghana, West Africa. So, uh, lots of promos to talk about. We did a procedure to skip it on The Batman. That would be on The Batman. Uh, we did last week, we did an episode on Lethal Weapon, and we just released a uh, Fun Size Films interview episode. Woo! On Designator Rider, uh, featuring the filmmakers... <clears throat>
1: Jamie Lynn Beatty and Ilana Gordon.
0: Yeah, that was uh, a lot of fun. I was listening back over it. Uh, I edited well, I it last night, and then uh, as I released it today. So um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was getting some good traction. So that is good. Uh, Real roundtable coming up towards the end of the month. Uh, best Batman films best Batman, Batman films. Batman. Everyone's listening to their best Batman films now that we've got the uh, the Batman out in cinema safe. I mentioned we did a see or skip it on the Batman. I the think Batman. you might have done once or twice. Yeah. Who was? Uh, oh, you were on that. I was. You were on that. There <laughs> we go. I saw that film. So, yes, you did see that film. So uh, that would be that. I'm uh, just kind of looking at a couple of things about, as always, we want to start off by giving a big, the first shout out of the episode to our big, wonderful Patreon backers, our friends of the podcast. That, that would be Reverend Bruce. Woo. Julian. 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 give up. No, you don't, because you just trust me. I I hold back so I can match up with you. Oh. So there oh, we go. So you I to respect keep, that. Thank you keep,
2: Even if it feels just wrong to you. Like
1: a drunk speaker. It like it was going. In, it sound, you know when you like put your own like <laughs> headphones on, slight delay, and like listen to yourself talk, and then you get stumble over your words because it sounds like you're drunk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it
1: sounded like that. <laughs>
0: Did it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've stopped my video here for Ethan. That's unfortunate. I'm trying to. So I'm trying to load a sound effect onto the board that I forgot to do, and uh, I don't. Oh, I have it. Excellent. So I need to go ahead, open this file location, and then drag it. Oh, I, I might be able to do this. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? It's a behind-the-scenes techno stuff. There we go. It's techno, not that technical, techno, techno. but it's just like in, when I do something in a second, it'll be ready. So, uh, also, we have a birthday bat. Oh, hang on, I, I, I haven't finished the friends <laughs> of the podcast yet. Nope. We've got we got Hermes, who's joined hey, us today. Hermes. we got Lena Oberholzer. We've hey. got business refereners, Katie McRae. Hello. Ensign Ian Davies, making it so. Chris Papa Peterson. Peterson. We've got Randall, what's your Twitter handle, Silva?
3: <laughs> I don't think
0: he has one. i <laughs> uh, keep doing it until, until <laughs> he makes one. We've got Paul Laurent of the Podcast, that's uh, Dwayne Smith.
1: A uh, Dwayne Smith.
0: And the Yeet Meister.
1: Yeet, yeet. So there
0: we go So that is lovely uh, We have a birthday bash Happening next week Most of those people Have actually submitted Birthday wishes For us to hear Ooh. Live on the air next week There'll be no shout out Section next week Next week we're just Going to be live On uh, We're just going to be Playing these birthday greetings Which will be lovely Our second I- birthday yeah. Two We are this many years old Which this works many. great On a audio medium uh,
1: <laughs> We are this big We're
0: throwing two fingers up <laughs> In celebration of our birthday <laughs> So there we go Um, what else do we have here? No, I have no reflections or corrections from the last episode.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: I think we ran pretty clean, all things considered. So, there we go. So, now it's just time for our shout-outs. First one up is going to go to the aforementioned Julene of many songs, uh, who said, it's not vengeance. One it, song. It's not vengeance, it's the BFE. <laughs> Tune in. I know I'm listening right now. And then Dwayne Smith told me, uh, that was Dwayne Smith.
1: Dwayne Smith.
0: Told me he listened to it. Well, half of it. Because he hasn't seen it yet, which is He's great. Learning. That's the me point. Me too. There we go. So, the secret is to make sure it, he deleted it from his phone afterwards. I'm like, that's the easy. right answer. Because when you delete it, not only do you it not spoil it, yeah. it can't autoplay. You get to come back and enjoy it a second time. And we get a second download out of it. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, a, a, a Twitter account called Rushmore Lists asked us them the greatest movie montage of all time. I went with Rocky Four. And if Liam was here, he'd be going, Yeah, Rocky Four. IV.
1: I've not seen Rocky Four. You two IV. are
0: just going to go, mm. Yeah, okay.
1: Whatever you say. If you're oh, right.
0: I'll take your word for it. There we go. Well, I wish you'd do that when it comes time to the ratings. Jeez. Uh,
1: Hermes, <laughs> We've seen those ones. <laughs> Hermes,
0: when talking about the Batman, said right out of the gate, Ian is definitely the voice of reason on this one. Hashtag Ian is always right.
1: Hang on. I didn't hate on that film. What's going on here?
0: He also said he was 100% with me on the music. That it rips off the Imperial March. I, I didn't hear it. Yeah. I liked the music. Uh, movie Chaser said, Skip the Batman. It's a boring, unforgettable, uninspiring three hour snooze fest. Wow. Repeating the same old rusty Batman narrative template already told by previous Batman films. Challenge. Which one?
1: Also, I'd argue this.
0: Which one did that? Because I'd think it's
1: just, no. It's just better. <laughs> I don't
0: remember that. Um, tell you what, though, I put a. We, we were discussing last week the difference between Back, to go, back for Good <laughs> and, what was it, Relight My Fire? <laughs> yeah. My fire. And it got me thinking about disco.
1: Oh, uh, are you gonna press the acknowledge me button, or is this the one you were just loading? And so I put up a poll.
0: Uh,
1: oh.
0: I got the polls out effect back this week. You got the polls
1: out effect. <laughs> you look really proud of your spot. I am, well, it
0: took me a long time to set that up as I was going on. So for the pods uh, for, the, for the poll, not the pod, the poll for the pod, which uh I've got here, it was does disco suck? No. With forty four no. different votes in. Oh god. Sixty eight percent says no, disco does not suck. Yeah. Which makes me, because I, I'm, I. I the a the British audience loves disco.
1: You're allowed yeah, to do. just not get it. That's I, fine. I
0: think it's my generation. Keep in mind, I, I was a, I was a teenager of the '90s. Yeah, and we really distanced ourselves hard from the from disco. Yeah. So maybe it's that. I don't know. I just realized I tilted my computer in order to do that, and the event, so Ethan's been staring at my stomach for the past. As the, <laughs> as the webcam's been 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 face down. Uh, so there we go. What else do we have to talk about here? Uh, we've got that a uh, cat from the podcast that wouldn't die says, "Well, the entire genre of disco doesn't suck, but." Some some pods are sorry. Some songs are better than others. Is that and I not was like
1: the case for every single I was like, thing ever.
0: Wait to where to ride that fence, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, J- Julie uh, said something about this, getting splinters from sitting on a. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Julene said disco definitely sucks. Julie, mm, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nate Snow, who has the greatest Twitter handle ever, nice. Psycho Nagiri. Nigiri, of course, being a oh. type of sushi.
1: I was saying, yeah, nigiri is like just fish, isn't it? It's, it's a sushi. Yeah. yeah. It's just, just the fish, though, I think, isn't it? it?
0: Said, your Fight Club episodes is bringing back all the memories I have of the first time I watched it. It's such a special film and absolutely everything I love in a movie. Violence, gore, dark humor, a good twist, a very fun story. And the themes are, mm, chef's
1: kiss. And I'm saying, Did Ethan write that? It feels
0: like it's an Ethan That's thing. That's a very me thing. Yep. But I've got to say in my notes, you know many things, Nate Snow. <laughs> uh, Come on, that's pretty good right uh, nathaniel metzger said never been shouted out on a podcast well here's two buddy i uh, currently listening to the latest episode while <laughs> giving a tab i think he meant bath it's a future movie aficionado scarlet and he brought uh, it was uh, this adorable it picture was, i did see that picture yeah. it was adorable like, so adorable and the baby was cute too <laughs> the baby was adorable. Uh malice after midnight for the love Josh next a movie for all the love. The ratchet book club for the love that love podcast for all that love. Woo! Glenn Davies who caught Ethan and I on Spy Hard's one of our dinosaurs is missing. <laughs> all I have to do is say we're sorry about that. Uh we oh. we were approached. We did not petition for that specific it feels movie. It
2: was like a me choice, but I we, promise it wasn't. No,
0: we would we would love to go on and do a better movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, such as um, and so they said, uh, they said, oh, best film ever. They said, I can only assume they're talking about back to the future. And I said, actually, episode one was back to the future,
2: <laughs> back to the which future. is why our second
0: birthday will be back to the future. Part three. So if you want to get out your birthday, shout out. Remember, it's best film ever at Gmail, whoop, whoop. sorry, best film ever pod at gmail.com. The G stands for G that's a good pod. Um moving on, we've Thinking got for Google. <laughs> Jesse B from the recasted podcast and said on International Women's Day was shouting out his favorite women on podcasts. Whoop whoop. Georgia is a sweet voice and person on the BF. Aww. Aww. Wait till you guys realize it's just Liam doing like a funny voice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got a sore throat this week, so I can't do the Liam voice as there well.
0: There you go. Um, friend of the podcast, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith says, I think maybe I was a little low on my score on this. I hope the voice of reason doesn't come after me. Well, I Yeah, yours about wasn't anywhere near Says he fully endorses a BFE Extreme Experience Day Out. I have done indoor skydiving and it's fun but so hard. Hermes says do not get Canadian mist. Not oh. only is it oh. awful by itself, it also contributed to his first alcohol poisoning experience. I'm hoping he can share some of that when he comes That's on. True. I mean, Ooh, I still
1: have the tab open for where you can buy I
0: it. Can't, but... I can't I looked. I was willing to spend some money on it.
1: I will send you the link.
0: A big fight on Lilo and Stitch. Dwayne Smith and myself <laughs> were like, <laughs> it sucks. Hermes and Julene were like going like down real world rabbit holes. Mm. Like, do you know what the what 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 the sector is like for children in care? I'm like Yeah, but I think they're just like doing like blanket Disney orphanage shouts
1: i say social care even in even here today can be really shit like i work with a lot yeah. of children in care so i like think that's what they were talking about I'm no i'm aware of that but like it's a film Maybe yeah it's
0: it a film uh, Hermes is with Ethan on Lethal Weapon with his rankings. Uh, Hermes really must be the troll, and we'll talk about that. I was going
2: to say, I don't know if that invalidates or validates my, I no my choice. Uh, Thomas Capolone, I think that's, that's how I say it. Capolone or Capalone. I hope it's Capolone.
0: It says, just discovered your guys' pod, and I'm loving it. Great work, y'all. Love hearing different takes on film. Oh, yeah, and Little Miss Sunshine is a masterpiece.
3: Mm-hmm. You yeah. will
0: not get any complaints from us. A perfect film that Ethan eventually raised from nine and a half to ten. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's just the opinion of a Cambridge University student. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll make that a t shirt yes should. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ethan and I am a Cambridge University student. Uh, you
1: have to put it in like the Cambridge University font.
0: Yeah. Uh, Christmas tree <laughs> gifts we got from Josh, my next favorite movie, Ian Davies, uh, Hermes, who did one from James Franco. I'm like, what are you thinking? Uh, Chris know. Peterson, who did one from Scrooge of everybody decorating the little boy as a Christmas tree. <laughs> Russell Osborne, <laughs> Julian, and Dwayne Smith throwing some decorations on a tree. Uh, the win is Chris Peterson for the Scrooge boy. Mm-hmm. If someone had done Oh Christmas Troy, Oh Christmas Troy from... Oh, yeah. uh, from uh, community. community That would have won People need to realize That my love Comes in two, 90s And early 2000s Sitcoms If you can get Something from that That is my sweet spot
1: I'm giggling Because I just opened My phone to check That I had reviews And stuff ready And I've just found out That one of my co-workers Has taken some Absolutely hilarious Selfies on my phone Today when I Obviously must have Left <laughs> it at
0: work Yep It's brilliant Sorry yeah, It's kind of like Someone took you And like turned The randomizer on 10% Oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. There's like three of us That look really You're pretty similar, similar Yeah Yeah
0: So, uh, I got one more thing to ask though, because there was a challenge that I asked Ethan after his five and a half last week. Mm -hmm. I said, Are you saying this is a better film than Murder on the Orient Express? Yes. And he went, Sorry, it's a worse film. And he went, Oh. Yeah, yeah, I am. Murder on the Express. The third act didn't fall apart nearly as badly. It was a better film. And so...
2: Oh, oh no. Oh,
0: no. oh no. <laughs> I know where this is going. The vote's right. Well, I'll do it either way. You know, I just did one where I lost a minute ago. What is the better film? With 57% of the vote, Lethal Weapon is the better film. I'm not surprised. Once again, voice of reason, represent.
1: I prefer to
2: express. To Lethal Weapon.
1: Yes.
0: Really? Yes. Lethal Weapon's great.
2: <laughs> Um, I preferred it until the third act, but I made did, that very clear. What
0: did you give for your? Did you give the right? You
1: gave a seven, didn't you? What did you give? Royal Express, seven and a half. Did you? I think so. Mm-hmm. I preferred it. Whether I rated them differently, like well, that's not let's not rule the gimmick. <laughs> no, no. I'm uh, trying really hard I, to I rate hate, it based to on this, merit.
0: I hate to say this to you. You gave *Lethal Weapon* a seven and *Orient Express* a six and a
1: half. Well, it, it, <laughs> *Lethal Weapon* is probably a better film, which,
0: <laughs> is, what pedal, we, which is what
1: no, which is what we, I've been learning to score things okay, on. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I prefer or
0: express, express is a hard one I gotta say this uh, let's go ahead and talk about this week's film shall we which is e. which is the departed uh, in January 2003 Warner Brothers producer Brad Gray and actor producer Brad Pitt bought the rights to remake the Hong Kong film Infernal Affairs for Media Asia for 1.75 million and rewrote it as the departed, departed. Uh, William Monahan was secured as a screenwriter and later Martin Scorsese who admired the script came on board as director. We'll talk a little bit about the casting when we get into it. Obviously, Uh, Martin Scorsese did not realize this was a remake of a Hong Kong movie until after he had agreed to direct it. He deliberately (laughs) chose not to watch Infernal Affairs because he thought that it might sort of, I don't know, pressure (gasps) him, skew
1: his judgment. Uh, Pip has an opinion on this.
0: Yep. Alright. That was all. I'll try it again. So <laughs> I'll leave it in. What the heck? We'll see how it sounds. <laughs> I'll say it in a Oh jeez. Yeah. Um he chose not to watch Infernal Affairs until after he completed his film. According to Scorsese, he envisioned this as a low budget production. Really? And then you see the stars attached to this and you're like And the ah. music. Yep. Uh he was putting the finishing touches on this film, uh, still a week before its theatrical release. Wow. So for those of you who push things to the last moment, there we go. And we get the opening. Uh it was you heard the first line right off the top, and it's actually something that I try to live my life by. Mm. I you don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Now where he meant it as menace, I try to see it as a positive.
1: See, I like I don't mind the way you say it, but he was like in- I don't want
0: to be a product in- of my environment. No, he didn't
1: even... Put the, the, the issue is he doesn't pr- pronounce environment properly. He's like, environment. Like, oh, okay. you listen to that back, he does not put all the syllables in and it, it winds me up.
0: And then we get Gimme Shelter. It's just a shadow way. It's just a
1: shadow way.
0: Oh, Liam would be all over that. I miss Liam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this marks the third time that Martin Scorsese has used this song in one of his films.
1: Does he only know oh, three really? songs?
0: He's, he, he and the Stones are in tight. Uh, I think he directed no. their uh, one of their like concert films, uh, and so I think he got some rights to it. But we did hear of this already once in, on the podcast in Goodfellas,
3: mm. uh, and then
0: Casino, which is a long film, nah. and we get Boston's backstory. And I'm I'm gonna have to cut out obviously some racial and homophobic
1: oh just ep- a bit
0: epithets. <laughs> um, but we get no one's. He says the thing that people don't get. Is that no one's going to give it to you? You have to take it. That's the secret to getting equality, in his eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your like censored version of that is hilarious.
0: Yeah, I took like like like, like a like a ninety second monologue and yeah. boiled it down to six seconds.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe that's what maybe you need to rewrite this film.
0: We go to like the sandwich bar of a diner. Frank is shot in shadow. Um and oh he's he's an absolute scumbag.
2: Oh he's awful. I uh, love
0: how awful he is. Yeah, he he gets a bunch of stuff. He's he's obviously putting the pressure on the neighborhood businesses to pay him up. And he's shot in shadow because you know Nicholson's old and we don't want to de age him. Or you know, Liam had such an issue when they recast him for Batman, so we're like, we can't do that. I wish we would got the same guy who played the young version of him in Batman and just that brought be, him back for this.
1: I, see, I would give <laughs> that film cool. an entire extra point <laughs> if we would have done
0: that. But he goes to the, obviously it's the daughter of the shopkeep who's like yeah. helping by the yep. counter, and he goes, Carmen's developing into a fine young lady. You should be proud.
1: And then I'm pretty sure he asks her if she started a period yet.
0: Yep, and yeah. then he whispers something to her, and we don't get to hear what that is. No. Uh, and there was a redhead with him at portions of this movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: She was a redhead here. I don't know if that's a... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but he go, hey, are you... And the whole time, there's this kid at the front. And he go, are you Johnny Sullivan's kid? And they give him some food, some bread, some milk, comic books. live grandma. live with my grandma. And he says, if you ever want to earn a little extra money, you come by the L Street and you find me. And... Um, we get sort of like a quick speed up of Sullivan's boyhood and we also get mixed in this some Frank stuff where he just executes like a couple.
3: Yeah. And then he, no starts, na-
0: he starts laughing because the woman like fell Oops. funny. Yeah. Well, she fell funny. And Frank says in the voiceover, you can be cops or you can be criminals, but when you're facing a loaded gun, what's the difference? And really in this movie, there yeah. everybody's a cop and everybody's also a criminal.
1: Hot take here. And probably not even that much of a hot take, but I'm going to say it. That is the problem with the police force in america
0: okay um yeah saying so wow you two go on controvert there's a lot of good hang on there's a lot no, of good people carry, trying to do a lot of they, good
1: they carry guns like everywhere always do canadians have guns oh that's the problem with the canadian as well then okay guns are
0: stupid <laughs> obviously we're stating here in the uk policemen don't tend to have guns no no only
1: like special riot yeah you have to be have special yeah, specially yeah.
0: trained uh, let's talk about Frank Costello, played by Jack Nicholson. Uh, the real mob boss, Frank Costello, was a contemporary of Lucky Luciano and Meyer Lansky in New York City. But this film is really based on James Whitey Bulger, who ran a Boston-based Irish gang while working as an FBI informant, protecting him from prosecution while he killed dozens of people. His FBI handler was later convicted of multiple felonies.
1: I'm not surprised.
2: I can't imagine why.
0: Yeah, Martin Scorsese didn't want Nicholson, if you can imagine this, first off. Oh. Who doesn't want Nicholson first off? But he wanted, you know what they could say about this movie?
2: Mm. It's got a great cast! No! <laughs> before you even started saying that line, I was like, he's going to he's gonna do the ass line uh, be... and I'm going to be angry. I should cast, but yeah. To be
1: fair, I did think it was him before realizing, oh no, I've seen this film before. You thought it was Pacino? <laughs> uh, yeah. Really? in the shadows, I was like, hang on. Wait, was I this like realize... Heat?
0: Did you think he was both himself and Martin Sheen chasing himself?
1: Uh, yes, also that happened with Leo and... What's the Dam-
0: Not so much this time. The first time you watched it, did, but you were keeping track of them pretty well. Damon That's and Wahlberg I I had some that face. <laughs> is it? Okay, that helps. <laughs> it helps when you know how it ends. The first I time we watched it, Georgia people. was like, "What?" Was it, that was the same guy, right?
1: Yeah, I think she January thought it was until some until
0: sort of we-
2: Prince and Pauper kind of remake.
1: Until like half, until about half an hour to the end when they meet, I was like, "It's the same person."
2: Yeah, yeah. it's Wahlberg and uh, Matt Damon's hair. That for like ten minutes, I was like, "Swear they're the same person." Oh, really, then no, it okay. then it clicked, and I thought Robert De Niro was in this for like. 30 minutes
0: no uh, jack nicholson uh was scorsese's second choice uh pacino would later go on to be in scorsese's film the irishman uh originally nicholson turned down the role but after a meeting with scorsese monaghan and leonardo dicaprio how's that for a meeting jack nicholson martin scorsese Leonardo dicaprio all in one room <laughs>
1: Quite happily punched more in the face. Oh, I'm joking. Geez. I wouldn't. Scorsese's a <laughs> I'm genius. not a violent person. Mm, I don't go that
0: far. Oh, he, he really is. He was finally yeah. convinced to play the role of Frank Costello. The main reason he joined the productions because he previously had done a few comedies and wanted to play a villain again and considered Frank Costello to be the ultimate incarnation of evil. Yeah. And apparently after he joined the cast, his character was rewritten to make it bigger makes sense dicaprio gained 15 pounds of muscle for his role as billy costigan and man does he get it in that jail sequence yeah oh geez the guy's working out i'm like is that leo geez meet colin sullivan played by matt damon the first so we see little boy colin grows up and originally this was brad pitt's role and he was oh. the producer he wanted to play this role but i can't see pitt doing that but later dropped out to star in babble
2: oh that's a choice I don't. It was that good or not? I haven't seen it. I can't. It I popped can't make up as a recommendation
0: it. for me today, okay. and I was like, I, I, I don't know. My PlayStation just got me six months of free Apple TV. Oh, watch Ted Lasso. Your PlayStation? Everybody, every, every, yeah. Apparently, I got like a six-month like thing.
2: In, yeah. t- Ted Lasso <laughs>
0: spoiled this movie for me. Actually, think, yeah, you said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there's there's a story. Don't, this w- w- he's don't return the favor and spoil Ted Lasso for me. There. Oh no, <laughs> I won't. I,
2: I bloody love Ted Lasso. Uh, yeah, okay, maybe we we'll Yeah, it we need we need to do a clear for takeoff. Yeah, hey, I tell you what, week. let's
0: do a clear for takeoff on Ted Lasso because I've never seen yeah. it and you know it. Okay, that's good. And I think that we the Premier League ends soon, so it's perfect timing. And it will end the run of like five straight. Floated for takeoffs so that George has had to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, Scorsese wanted Matt Day- oh, Damon to play uh, Sullivan because he had a cocky attitude, a bravado. I never thought of Damon as cocky, but man, he does it well in this film.
2: Oh, he's it's like slimy he's cocky like, in the best I way. I didn't think
0: Damon could do this. I thought Damon was squeaky clean.
1: Mm. I don't know. I've not seen him much, but what well, I've seen him is he's like always like this.
0: He's Will Hunting and Good Will Hunting.
1: I've not seen that.
0: You've seen Good Will Hunting?
1: I haven't. Really? I wasn't on that one. No, we haven't done the episode. Oh, well, I've not seen it. I think you have. I don't think I have.
0: Robin Williams plays a shrink.
1: I have not seen anything with Robin Williams in as a human.
0: All right. All right.
1: (laughs) I've only seen Aladdin. <laughs> right.
0: uh, I think we're going to watch it and go, oh, yeah, I've seen this. Uh, he continued, uh, sorry, but Brack to back, hit for a minute. He and Jennifer Aniston produced this movie. So, uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Um, as research for his character's occupation, Matt Damon worked with a Massachusetts State Police unit out of Boston. He went with them on routine patrols, participated in a drug raid, and was taught proper police procedures, like how to pat down a suspect. I'd be like, hey, I know you're busting me, but... That's my Damon, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell who it was. Yeah, you, you'd
0: be like, why is Leo here? <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: don't I, I wouldn't even notice that they were a celebrity. I'd be like, oh, this is another cop. It's fine. I'm
0: going to mention the score, and you might go, what was the score? Was there a score in this movie? And it it was kind of a tango? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, you said that. I it's, like, by, yeah. it's by composer Howard Shore, who also did Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh he wanted to portray the of nature of a deadly game being played by the characters there's a great moment in sullivan's uh police training where they play the fire department at uh at rugby yeah uh. and besides all the homophobic slurs he does <laughs> he does tell him to go sa-
1: so many
0: he does say to go save a kitten in a tree he does yeah which is great I, I, I was like wow this is really Wahlberg and boston coming together oh this is this is damon because damon just got into hot water about using this yeah. word so yeah is this
1: supposed oh, yeah. to be set in like the 80s or is it, so, is present it day, no, to be, no, present day, because this is 2006. Hang on, this did, you, comes did out. you
0: notice like the whole like it was microprocessors and mobile phones? You noticed this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. It can't okay, be yeah. the 80s.
1: No, it can't be. But the language was just you, so. Oh, this local. is forget. Boston. You forget
0: does, how, yeah. Boston yeah. does have a, a reputation for this. If you watch, okay, when you do watch Good Will Hunting, there's mm-hmm. a lot of this in that as well. I,
1: I, it was just unnecessary. Which is
0: why Damon, who's who's an actual resident of, but like grew up in Boston.
1: Yeah,
0: it's kind of why he. um it's kind of, he got under some some because his daughter called him out for for admitting that he uses the word in jokes and things like that.
1: It's just it, yeah, it's yeah. just mm.
0: you forget how recently it's also the early that 2000's change been. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is a recent change. Ethan's not I wrong mean, there.
2: Hell, two thousand nine, you'd be in like an Xbox lobby. Oh my god, I'd say everything awful. I work
0: in a factory. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it was, you heard a lot yeah. of stuff.
1: I guess I'm just saying, like the opposite of it that yeah. it. it I, I, It just shocks me.
0: Uh, The next training class, we meet Billy Costigan, played by Leo DiCaprio, who described his character as being in a constant 24-hour panic attack.
1: Same, mate. Same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leo DiCaprio visited Boston and met people tied to the Irish mob.
1: Why would you do that?
0: (laughs) Originally, when Brad Pitt was supposed to be Colin Sullivan, the imagination apparently was Tom Cruise as Billy Costigan. Oh. I I like to bring up that Tom Cruise would have been like at least 40 at this point. Yeah. yeah. I can't, no. DiCaprio called Billy and Colin two sides of the same coin. Uh, this marks Scorsese's second fi- sorry, the second Martin Scorsese film in which Leonardo DiCaprio plays a young Irish man who infiltrates the ranks of a menacing gangster. The first was, Ethan, do you know it? I can't remember. Gangs in New York? Oh, of course. And his buddy is Anthony Anderson, who was on Saturday Night. No, it was on Law and Order. He was on Law and Order. I don't think he was on SNL. No. All, the no.
1: more you say about buying Scorsese and how he's a genius, the more I'm thinking, I think he just writes the same thing with a Actually, slightly different twist. Really, in- r-
0: really interesting. <laughs> and it's is got that
1: people convinced that he's a genius.
0: I'm convinced that Goodfellas and Wolf of Wall Street are the same movie. Yeah, yeah. you can say the same about this and the Irishman at points. Well, at least this came first. Yeah. Uh, Frank rolls by on graduation day with a present, but we're not shown what it is. He has a box, he opens it, we don't get to see what it is. We're just told. Thanks, Frank.
1: I just assumed it was a gun.
0: Then we meet Captain Queenan, played by Martin Sheen, one of the last actors cast. Uh, he agreed because he wanted to work with Martin Scorsese. And he was he was lovely. He kind of felt like the dad trying to control the Fighting Brothers most of the movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. he was my favorite. And
0: speaking <laughs> of Fighting Brothers, let's talk about Sean Dignam, played by Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh,
1: is he the, he's the other one that looks the he's, same.
0: He's the old man's like sidekick.
1: The third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Ray Liotta was the original choice, but had to decline due to other commitments. I think, I think Wahlberg nails this. Um, I'll tell you who would have been good though. The second. Oh,
1: is that the same guy who's in Uncharted? Yes. Ah, okay.
0: <laughs> Dennis Leary was offered the role of Dignam but turned it down oh, Dennis Leary would have been good this is a film that needs Dennis Leary in it Yeah, uh, he was disappointed but did hold Mark Wahlberg's performance in high regard as he should Wahlberg torn, turned down the role multiple times he finally changed his mind after Martin Scorsese convinced and persuaded him more than once to star in the film and all of his scenes were shot at the beginning of production
1: you know what I reckon that's why they added that bit on the end just be like look you can do this if you come and do it
0: Oh, he's the right guy.
1: No, that's what I mean. Like, they they added that scene on right at the very end, just so he's like, all right, you can do this then. I've
0: gotten my notes. Dignam doesn't like Sullivan, but Dignam doesn't like anybody. And this is where we have the world's longest interrogation. Because as Sullivan leaves, Costigan goes in, Leo, Mm -hmm. and in the amount of time it takes them to interrogate him about what he wants to do, like, Sullivan gets, like, three promotions (laughs) at the time. (laughs) Because he goes do you know what we do here? And Leo's like, yeah, I have an idea. And Wahlberg's like, you have no idea or we be bad at what we do. And we find More out-
1: colorful language inside of that. Oh, I'm, that.
0: I'm changing it. Yeah. Uh, Costigan's Uncle Jackie was dirty. Uh, I gotta say this. <laughs> he goes, I gotta... <laughs> Wahlberg asks him, uh, Dignum. I gotta make sure I use the right word. Dignum asks, I got a question for you. How fucked up are you? Why are you pretending to be a cop? <laughs> and then he goes through his background and we found out that he had like a really poor... Was it a really, he was a wealthy mother and a poor father? Yeah. So, I th- yeah. And he's like, did or you have split, Did yeah. you have different accents? He goes, I bet you did have different accents. And I don't think I ever appreciated it until I moved here.
1: Him and his brother. The, yeah. I,
0: mm. no, but the idea that there would be a wealthy accent and a poor accent, because we yeah. don't have that in Canada.
1: Oh. Moving here, though. It's, it's massive, yeah.
0: Ja- Jamie Oliver's accused of putting on that accent. Yeah. To sound less less posh than he is even like yeah.
1: in say obviously we talk about king's lynn quite often being like our local like our local townish. Yep. like even in king's lynn which isn't a very big town at all there is like four different variations of the accent oh, depending on wealth yeah, oh, God, yeah.
2: Oh, okay i uh, lived in an apartment and it was like that complex was like four different accents every single day was it depending on which part like if you're on the north end or the south end or the... <laughs> it's how much money yeah. you pay
1: in rent it Dep- <laughs>
0: depends what floor you're on really Um, and so, uh, during this time though, uh, uh, Sullivan's been starting his rise and starts building his empire. And one of his like lackeys or friends from, uh, the Academy, he's like, you got a suit and there's a joke about invading Poland, which I think would have been a lot funnier if it wasn't for current circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's also, uh, been assigned into the anti-drug enforcement and we meet, uh, Department of Internal Affairs as well, and we meet Ellerby. Ellerby, played by Alec Baldwin.
1: Which one? Yeah, was that? that was a surprise. Alec
0: Baldwin was the guy who beats up the guy with the camera later on. He's the old guy who's like, "Do you have a spotless record?" Okay, good. I don't blame you for that <laughs> oh, yeah. So do oh, I. Got, I liked him. Did you recognize him from anything? No. He was the he was the dead husband in Beetlejuice.
1: The dead husband. Remember how
0: they're a husband and wife, and they're both dead.
1: Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, sorry. I was the one like, we they uh, to talk about. If,
0: if there's a movie that makes sense to say The Dead <laughs> Husband, it's him.
1: <laughs> sorry, because they were alive at the beginning. Yeah,
0: uh, This is also Alec Baldwin who recently just uh, accidentally fired yes. the gun that killed someone on a movie set. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, after completing The Aviator in 2004, Scorsese kept Alec Baldwin in mind for future uh, collaborations. This part was originally supposed to go, and I'm sorry, I'd love to see this. It's supposed to be Mel Gibson.
3: Oh, is that the Scottish man?
0: Mel Gibson's the guy who played Riggs last week in Lethal Weapon. Yes. Did you know that I, that was William Wallace last week?
1: I've not watched William Wallace. Oh, have you not? No. Oh, okay. Well, I knew that he is. That's, I just, he's just a Scottish man, isn't he?
0: <laughs> he? Yeah, he's also the man who got pulled over drunk and said some anti-Semitic things. Uh, he, but Mel couldn't accept uh, because he was starting production on Apocalyptico at the time. But we go back to the interrogation, because it's still going on, and he goes... <laughs> Do you want to be a cop or do you want to look like a cop? You got fourteen hundred on your SATs. You're an astronaut, not a stady. And a stady was their term for a state police trooper. Mm. And there's a slight flashback to um to his mom being sick. Yeah, I don't know why I've written his orphanage because he wasn't an orphan.
1: No, he yeah. he said in that in his interrogation that he has like no family, and then they keep showing us more and more a of dead his family. Mother. Yeah, and I'm like okay and then he goes back to an aunt and a cousin I'm like oh he has family
0: sullivan buys a house a really well uh, not a house but a uh a condo yeah really really nice one and i hate i say it, it's worked sullivan buys a house costigan's mom buys the farm do you guys know that term
2: no yeah
1: but i'm i'm confused as to the context in this in this use to, of it
0: to buy the farm means to die Oh, oh. <laughs> so I've never heard that one before. And so Sullivan says, yeah, I got a co-signer. And it's interesting because I think so did Costigan's mom because there's a note. You notice there are flowers left at her funeral signed by Frank yeah. Pastello.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, who probably co-signed for the apartment, ergo the signature duality. So these two are clearly being established as each other's counterpoint in this movie.
1: Yeah. They are just the same person, aren't they? Just the other way around. <laughs> yeah.
0: It could have easily gone the other way, potentially, yeah. yeah. Back to the interrogation, and uh, this is still going on. He's still in this interview. <laughs>
1: His mom has died, and he's left to like no, back how, again, and how, he's still in
0: there. How no one can finger who this guy is when he went back and forth in the same clothes every day for three and a half years is astounding.
1: They're not very good detectives.
0: No. So The plan is he needs to do some some assault and do some minor time, and this is the first time we hear shipping up to Boston, which I do love.
1: Is that the one that's like... Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we get my title card and a montage, and we to get the title card. It's it's like It's, it's got to be at least 20 minutes into the film. Not
2: title I th- card yeah, else. it's like 15, 16, I think, when I checked. Yeah. Oh, okay, 15, 16. There we are. Yeah. Um, but he tries to sort of arrange
0: himself into some underground activity, I guess to meet Frank Costello, because that was always his the, the yeah. plan. Mm. So he says, $30,000, what can I get into? And he has to tell his cousin, I'm not a cop. <laughs> and they start running drugs.
1: He's he's only going to put 10 grand in, though, of his 30. He's like, I'm not
0: putting it all in, mate. He goes to a a pub, a bar, and he he orders a cranberry juice. Some guy asks him, what, do you have your period? And um, Costigan smashes a glass on his head. And he's quickly told by a gentleman in the room, there's guys you can hit and guys you can't hit. He's not a guy you can't hit, but he's close. And he's warned to stop making drug deals with his idiot cousin. Meanwhile, back at the police station, we're talking about microprocessors. We find out Costello's moving them on Friday. And um, Damon wants to find out the name of the informants, but we find out those names are never going to be up for grabs. And it seems like Baldwin's character is kind of a little bit resentful of that, but goes, you're never going to find them out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We get some weird opposing camera movement for Dingdom and Ellerby.
1: It was weird. It, it was like whoosh whoosh yeah. You know like the the old school PowerPoint slide effects. Yeah. It was like
0: that. It was like that, but opposites.
1: Yeah, so yeah. one went with me. And one went the other. It was like I'm telling you they're opposites. <laughs> Look at me being clever with my camera work.
0: We find out that Costello's intimidating the neighborhood because some woman whose son's dead is like alleged yeah. allegedly killed. And you're like, whoa. It's so like if he died, I'm sure he deserved it. Yeah. I was like, Wow, because Costello's driving by. Yep. Uh, and then we meet Madeline, played by Vera Fafaminga. That's
1: a Vera great Famiga? name.
0: Famiga? I got fam- I got, There's an N in there. Maybe I typed it wrong. Fafamiga? Oh. Sure. Uh, oh, sure. Go ahead. Martin Scorsese had originally wanted to cast a well-known actress, either Kate Winslet, Emily Blunt, mm. Hilary Swank, or Jennifer Aniston. That would have been a disaster. That well, I'm would have glad
1: been. Emily Blunt is not involved with I this. I love yeah, Martin Vera
0: Scorsese. Famiga. He, Famiga, okay. He's yeah. got blinders when it comes to actresses because he's the one who put, um, what's her name, who I hate? Cameron Diaz in Gangs yeah. of New York.
1: I don't think many people like Cameron Diaz. I just, I can't stand her voice.
0: I agree. Uh, Vera Famiga met with a real LAPD. I got farm far, far, Farmiga? Met yeah, Farmiga. A, met with a real um, LAPD psychiatrist to prepare for her role. The psychiatrist read the script and told Farmiga that Madeline did pretty much everything wrong. <laughs> uh, she was nervous about meeting leo and martin scorsese and said you expect there to be a certain gap between well she said chasm between you and them and there wasn't uh her character is actually a composite of two characters from the original film
1: you know what i thought was weird you see a card and it says madeline madden what sort of parents name their child madeline when their surname is madden Oh. Uh-huh. do really me.
0: You, you hear about like Joey Joe's, Johnny Johnston's and things like that.
1: Yeah, and that's equally as stupid. <laughs> right.
0: I had a high school teacher named Hollywood. All right,
1: Dave Davidson. <laughs> I, had
0: a, I had a high school teacher. His name was Hollywood.
1: Oh, well, at least that's kind oh. of funny. And
0: she married into it.
1: But that's that's fine. If you married into <laughs> Peter it, Peter
2: Peterson. No,
1: no, that's just lazy. At least if you're going with like Hollywood, that's funny. Is it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um,. And
0: there's this bit where Sullivan sees her and tries to hit her up, and he's very charming because mm-hmm. he's like, "How do I get a date with you?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a psychiatrist here, so you know, you got to do something with a weapon." And he's like, "Hey, I'll stab one of these guys with an ice pick if it gets me dinner with you."
1: <laughs> is that charming? <laughs> it is
0: charming because he's. <laughs> I'll
1: commit genocide to go on a date. Genocide would be
0: a whole lot of people. It's just one
1: person. (laughs) It's It's a hell of an icebreaker. And he's he's still
2: keeping everyone waiting in the elevator. Ethan, would you say it's a hell of an icebreaker? Oh. Oh.
0: Sullivan then receives a call and he's like, Okay, I get it he always goes hey dad and then he walks in the corner hey dad yeah but tail's gonna get you gonna be these two guys don't worry we're gonna get them off and then he's like alright I'll see you for dinner and it's like just, just say hey dad doesn't mean everybody
2: stops listening no no Back, hey, fact, dads the bombs planted and everything oh, yeah. geez, it by the
1: way if I if I've learned anything working like with like a group of people and you like answer a phone call anything personal makes them want to listen yes. more <laughs>
2: yeah back of a
0: diner and Costigan beats the crap out of two guys who are abusing the owner it's the same diner from the start of the movie Just yeah different I got that. Owner.
1: but it was a different it wasn't but it was the other man, so I didn't understand why he was being quite so defensive of the dude and beating people up
0: I still think he's trying to create a meeting with frank i don't know how this does it but i think it's part of a plan but i don't think it's creating the noise i guess, uh, I guess. Yeah. uh dinner with madeline sullivan's out and they order the most pretentious dessert <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, was, it was like, it looked like, like, like it was a piece of architecture pretentious but actually it was just like a load of cake stacked on top of it with some chocolate pushed into
2: it <laughs> and damon's so upset they don't have duck a la in a fresh yes, restaurant he wants which to be
0: fair I, I would be too this is the idea of a guy who's never been to a french restaurant going yeah. like oh I've, this is the one thing i knew yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we get. I've uh, had lobster. Have you not?
1: No. Oh, it's good. I think it's overrated. I probably wouldn't like it. Um,
0: I like lobster rolls. We do cross cutting with Caustic. at the hospital after you know beating these guys up, and Madeline says, "You know what Freud said about the Irish," and he goes, "Yeah." And she goes, "If you do, I'll see you again." He goes, "Who says I want to see you again?" Which is like a nagging thing. And she goes, "Don't you?" He goes, "Yeah." I do. He said, "But he said Freud said we're the only people impervious to psychoanalysis." This is your BFE moment of truth. Ah, yeah, he never said that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't think he did. But also the fact they like, like, are really attached to their Irish roots. Like these guys are. are oh, if you're from
0: Boston, yeah, yeah.
1: These guys are like not Irish, but they're like. St so Patrick's Day, excuse to get no, drunk, no. let's go.
0: Like Boston Irish is a thing. And, oh, yeah, bo- and these know. guys like, have the accent of Boston Irish. But Matt not, Damon's really from Boston. But
1: they're not Irish. They're, they're Boston Irish. Well, no, because that's where they're ha,
0: careful, because that's where their legacy, that's where their heritage is from. was like Italian-American. You wouldn't say to someone Italian. who moved here from any other country, you're not really from that country.
1: Well, if they didn't move, oh, yeah, I guess. It there just feels like it was like years and years and years ago.
0: Boston's very proud of its Irish roots. Like, its basketball team's mm-hmm. called the Celtics. Ah, okay. And it's like a shamrock is like the uh, logo. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I rescind my comments. There you go. People of Boston, put down your pitchforks and your pints. <laughs>
1: and your potatoes can i make that
0: joke i don't think boston's as much about they're not not exactly irish they're boston irish
1: i'm tired
0: um enter uh uh, oh so she goes uh she goes oh i'll always have a job and she goes Well, what happens he goes oh if we if we get rid of all the criminals i'll just arrest innocent people and he's charming like he really is charming despite all this
3: yeah
2: and he technically tries no no no, he's more into killing innocent people than he's arresting them. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. My brain was going to that, but Costigan really loves
0: cranberry juice. Uh, he goes back into that same bar and gets uh, cranberry juice, and he we have these women who are off to the side, and the camera just pans, and now Nicholson's sitting beside him, and he goes, "Do you know who I am?" And he shakes his head. Says, "Come with me," and he won't go with him. He says, "I'm not the cops. I ain't asking." <laughs> And
1: I use lines similar to that at work when the kids aren't listening. That was not a request.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I like to go, okay, I've asked you once to do that, and now I'm asking you again. That's my thing, and that seems to work. Um, and he goes, look, you're, you're now going to be hit by the guys in Providence unless I stop them. And uh, this is when I find out that he knew his father, and he said, your father didn't complain. And uh, So he says, my dad, yeah, he didn't complain. And uh, J- Nicholson um, uh, Frank says that was his problem. To which point Leo gets defensive. Who said he had a problem? And then Frank goes, I said he had a problem. <laughs> and they smash his cast off with their bare hands. This is one of the most brutal things. It, it looks ever. so painful. Oh, it looks so bad. Because I totally buy into, this, into the cast. It's the way his arm <laughs> sort of bends yeah. as well because of how it's positioned. But he's taking his shoes off. When you never think about why he takes his shoe off, it's because Frank's going to use it to smash his like <laughs> castless <laughs> hand whip with his own boot.
1: Jeez. Also, he's not got a knife in his boot. But yep. yeah,
0: we also find out that Cost, Costello says that Costigan's uncle Jackie was solid. And during this time, we probably should talk about the number
2: two, Arnold, played by Ethan. Did you recognize? I I wrote the name down, and my brain's forgotten. But it, I got so excited. This is Ray Winston.
0: Yeah, yeah, Ray Ray Winston, also known Winston, also the, known as the bad guy from uh from Black Widow movie.
2: I've seen it. I mean, I See, I didn't even realize he
0: was in the. Oh, yeah, he's the guy... Well, I've trying, not seen it. He's trying to do a Russian accent, but he sounds just like Ray Winston. <laughs> he's oh, better not- in this when he sounds Irish. Uh, I gotta say, isn't Boston beautiful in this movie? Yeah. yeah. Some of of it. And by Boston, I mean New York. Uh, Martin Scorsese (laughs) wanted to shoot in Boston with a story set, but uh, it was shot mainly in New York, partially due to concerns about setting up production and politics, partly because of New York's 15% filmmaking tax credit. So they shot in Boston for three weeks in June and three more in August, uh, but everything else was shot in New York. After a success, Massachusetts went, let's put a 25% tax credit in for filmmaking. (laughs) So Costigan refuses to wear a wire because... um, Frank's got like some guy's severed hand,
3: yeah, and it's just like yeah. making
0: it part of his own hand, and he talks, and that's enough. He says something about John Lennon and a tuba, um, and if he gives him anything, he can make a note out. of it. I think it's supposed to be a threat, uh, but it was—it's not easy because a lot of Jack Nicholson's stuff in this movie is improv.
1: Ah, uh, much that like the jo- much like the
0: Joker, they just kind of went,
1: yeah, okay, Jack. <laughs> I feel like maybe he needs some writing in sometimes.
0: <laughs> I, I think he's really good in this. Um, Sullivan and his team, uh, he says, I think he goes in and tells them all with a straight face. I think Costello's going to rat in the state police group, which is the perfect cover Mm -hmm. to go in and say, I think there's a rat when you're the rat. Uh, Anthony Anderson, um, Billy's, um, Academy buddy is on the team now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then there's a great scene where Sullivan realizes that one of Frank's guys is in the room and they're going to get hit. So he pretends to be a lawyer, turns the camera off and goes, and Anderson says, you can't do that. And this is so we know later in the film that Anderson's still a good guy. Yeah. That although he works with Damon, he's a good cop. Um, Eventually he gets the guy in the interview room to say, call your mother and say, you're going to be late for supper hello mom i'm gonna be late for supper
1: like can i know the camera is off but can the two cops in the next room not hear this i don't think so okay why would they trust him then like why why he's the guy in church but is there not a policy that there has to be at least two people like that can hear a conversation at any point you're not
0: supposed to turn the camera off
1: Mm. i get that but like not having visuals and not having any idea what's being said is two very different things
0: yeah, but that's why it's supposed to stay on. So you keep, the cops can't be accused of manipulating or abusing a witness.
1: So why what? Why don't they? Because there's dirty because. cops who
0: use, like, go in there and punch guys until they give, like, information up.
2: Uh, there's all that footage of just body cam stuff that, like, we'll turn it off, then we'll plant a baggie. Because it, it comes off badly when
0: you record yourself beating up prisoners.
1: Well, don't beat up prisoners, though. <laughs> well, they don't really want to be. <laughs> They don't really want to do that
0: part of it. They still.
1: It's a simple solution. They're kind of committed
0: to the to the to the the, the being dirty cops thing. Oh, if
1: they're dirty cops, why don't they just like bribe people? That's much easier. You
0: still, should turn the camera off for that.
1: Not if you like, just like. <laughs> Give us <me> some money.
0: <laughs> uh, the next day, we get told. Uh, oh, this allows, of course, Costigan and Arnold to get out of the the drug house and torch it. The next day, uh, Madeline goes, do you want to talk about last night? And it was Matt Damon who decided his character should be impotent to counter Frank's macho personality. Mm. Yeah, nice. Uh, Billy then meets Madeline. Why?
1: We have this discussion. Not really sure.
0: We think it's because she's the. O- she must be the only the person who knows he's a cop.
1: Well, but they yeah. but then they say on the like under the bridges like we're the only two men alive. No, I guess was well, no other men, reason why
0: it? why he should be there though. Exactly, and he fesses up about some things. Yeah, yeah. they talk about honesty, and I'll tell you what, he's a much like, when they say you got a fourteen hundred. This guy's smarter than she is. Oh, gotcha. He psychoanalyzes her, figures out that she's the, the the child of a of a drunk parent. Yep. Uh, he talks about Simon time of the mass murderer and how his hand doesn't ever shake. Costigan wants to know if they cops a to cry, and he basically is given uh, Oxycontin, we find out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Costigan's a year deep, and he meets the two guys underneath the bridge.
1: The timelines for this are very, like, yeah. it jumps all over the place.
0: Dignum threatens to erase his file. I mean, Dignum sucks, because, like, you'd be like, what does he get out of this? He's just like, you know what He's I'm going to do?
1: just an asshole.
0: I'm going to bully everybody. Yeah. yeah. yeah he yeah. threatens to erase file. Costigan, uh, and then they fight and martin sheen who's shorter than both men is trying to split them up
1: again Me at work
0: uh costigan wants to know why they won't arrest frank for any of the crimes they've seen so far which was our first hint you've had so much stuff why haven't you done it yet yep they're building the case they tell billy they're pretty sure he's got a mole in the uh, police force and he goes hang tight kid for me
1: just a little while longer he should hang on to that roof
0: Uh, Back to uh, Billy and the shrink, he plays her to get some pills and she gives him two and then he storms out and she's like, fine, is this what you want? Have all the
1: pills you want. I don't think that's how it works.
0: Well, according to this, it is.
1: I'm not sure it's factual. I think
2: there were. <laughs> someone was definitely onto someone. They told her that she was a shit psychologist. At which point she's like, I can't see you as a patient
0: anymore. He's like, fine. Can we date? She's like, okay. Probably at this point, the the prescription should be taken back. Yeah. yeah. You think? Uh, Queenland's undercover guy, we find out, says the microprocessors are being moved. This is where we get the sting. Sullivan calls his dad and says he won't be home. And the FBI guys are like, you only gave us two hours to set up the cameras. Mm hmm. Well, was the FBI guys. It was guys from the Boston Police Force. Yeah. Uh, Sullivan is told that he's running the show. So literally, like, Queenland's staring at him while he's on the phone with Costello. Like, he's going to get him. Yep. And he's like, you've earned it. You call the place. <laughs> and we have the FBI are, are scanning uh, cell signals. And everybody had this same phone in this movie. Yep. Everybody had a flip <laughs> phone. I had this phone.
1: I I had a very similar phone.
0: In Canada, I got it on Bell. It had a little thing called Solo, but it was the exact same interface. So when you texted, I'm like, I I know every screen here, yeah. (laughs) Um, Nicholson's wearing a bucket hat. Yeah. That was weird. Uh, I think they
1: let him choose his costuming as well as everything else. (laughs) I think he showed up and said, I'm
0: wearing it. Dignam wants to know who put the cameras up in this place. And uh, the guy says... uh, Oh, one of the guys with the cameras, like he's. Like, so let me rephrase this again. So, Dignam's like, "Who put the cameras up in this place?" And the camera guy's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Dignam comes back with, "I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear. But they keep asking, "Is there cameras in the back?" There isn't a back. Yeah, there is. And Costello and the Chinese um, contingent escape out the back. Yep. And then Baldwin just assaults the camera guy. <laughs> Uh, Costigan wants to quit. He suggests to leak something to uh Special Investigation Unit, but Queenan's not around. And he's at the airport, and there's this little girl who's being like walked down by a parent. That is Martin Scorsese's daughter, Francesca.
1: Aww. big old bow in her hair. Methodism. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he goes, "What would you do?" Oh, then he goes back to see Madeline. He's like, "What would your?" Uh... They're like a pub or something like that. And he goes, mm-hmm. "What would your boyfriend do?" What would you do if your boyfriend saw us together? She goes, "I would lie." And then they move in together. Not uh, her and Costigan, her and Sullivan. Yeah. And they mm. start beefing. Uh Oh, they start beefing about the phone because by they I mean Frank calls and yells at him because he's yeah. not going to have his phone on. Frank feels there's a cop in his crew and Sullivan has a plan for what to do to flush out the rat. So this is interesting because Billy's just given a plan for how to flush out the mole.
1: Yeah, which I don't think we ever actually mm. see happen, do we?
0: Uh, he just "Give some information see who bites on it or something
1: yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't that, think yeah. that ever actually...
0: I don't think it pays off as no. much, no. Um And then uh, Sullivan's got a plan, get everybody's social insurance numbers, da 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 da, da. And uh, all of a sudden, like Frank's just walking around the water and he literally just walks into Dingham and Queenan. And Dingham's like, I can't wait to wipe that smile off your face. And Nicholson goes, how about you wipe my ass for me instead? Question. Yes.
1: Is Isn't Sullivan supposed to be like, quite clever like he's obviously gone through to the police force like he does well on in school summary. is
0: all we're told yes yeah, and he's so thinking about being a lawyer or he's going to do night yeah. school at lawyer yeah.
1: why is it, why does he think that the police wouldn't wipe the record of anyone who was undercover to that point
2: uh
1: why would their details still be on the police force system that anyone seems to be able to <laughs> access i don't know like and then he and then he like yep, scans yep, the I one that, that they're suspicious of and he's like well can't be him he's not on there yep.
0: Um, they say to him I'm gonna uh, I think Queden says I'm gonna get you and um, Frank says if you coulda you woulda <laughs> and then some random just tells Leo out of nowhere that Costello's a, this coming out of nowhere that Costello's a protected FBI informant
1: and apparently yeah. that is just true yep like there's no other backup needed he's, he's punched a guy in the face that is that's it. That is true now
0: Costigan tells Queenin the truth at his home he gets invited in for some dinner but he's not really hungry um, for the second straight movie, we've got cocaine and boobs uh, at True. one hour and Yay! 14, 17 minutes. And he just throws some coke on her and says, don't move till you're numb. Mm. Roll the <laughs> women's going to be hard. Uh, <laughs> the scene where Frank Costello throws cocaine on hookers, you're not going to believe this. This was one of the many bizarre ideas contributed by Jack Nicholson.
1: It also doesn't really? make sense in the story at all because it just, it like looks like a fever dream, which I'm sure it probably was. But like, it doesn't, it's completely unnecessary. I think
0: it's part of him. Also, the idea where he was at the uh, at the the opera and he's like bathed in red light. Yeah, and he's got a white woman on one side and a black woman on the other. Apparently, yeah. that was a Jack Nicholson thing as well.
1: Again, completely unnecessary. I think it's
0: just supposed to make him seem like this larger-than-life devil character. I guess.
1: I mean, the shooting people in the head does that too.
0: Yeah. Um, so all the bad guys get put into the uh, into a room and say, "Write down your date of birth and social security number,"
1: as if they also couldn't lie about that.
0: Billy corrects how to spell citizens on one of the envelopes because the guy doesn't know how to spell. Um, he refuses to stay and goes to visit Madeline, and she's at her old place, even though she's moved in. She's got three weeks on the lease, and Billy's like, That's not a good sign. No. And she's got her picture that Matt Damon wouldn't let her put up. Sullivan wouldn't let her put up in the, uh, because he's
1: an asshole. And he's
0: like, Hey, kind of looks like you, and all that stuff. Um, and so there's a lot of staring, and then there's a lot of kissing, and then there's a lot of other stuff.
1: Potential baby making.
0: As we hear comfortably numb, which is kind of funny after Nicholson had said like two minutes ago, don't move to yep. up uh, <laughs> We go to the mole hunt, and uh, the special investigations unit has a mole, and Sullivan has been put in charge, <laughs> which is insane. Mm. And he's like, what am I going to do? I can't find myself. Uh, Costigan's told to follow the envelope, and he finds it, and off they go, and they go to an adult theater where Costello approaches him with a strap on. Yep, (laughs) you're not going to believe this. This is another idea (laughs) thought of by Jack. Really? Yeah. (laughs)
2: I'm starting to think Jack Nicholson might be like the littlest bit senile. Yeah. Uh, Billy's in the theater as well, and he's on the
0: chase for Sullivan. They both can't afford to see each other, so this is an exciting moment of the film.
1: But they don't disguise each- themselves at all. They it's just, just two guys in ball hat caps. Hat on. just,
0: one guy's got an American hat, and one guy's got like a Boston Red Sox hat. Uh, <laughs> Jack heard Nicholson. Of fake beards, Jack Nicholson wears a a wig. Uh, Chat Nicholson, no, that's real hair. Chat Nicholson wears uh, a New York Yankees hat in this, uh, which is weird because it was set in Boston, but he refused to wear a Boston Red Sox hat. Because he's a Lakers fan, and as a result, he would never wear any Boston memorabilia because the Lakers' number one rival is the Boston Celtics. Guys, you said it's a teams. movie.
1: Football teams are that important. Uh,
0: basketball. That's baseball.
1: Basketball. It's basketball. Ethan. Basketball oh, teams true. are that important. <laughs> Jack
0: Nicholson has courtside seats to the Lakers. I'm oh, sorry. I thought you said Red Sox. Yeah, yeah he would wear a Red Sox, which was a baseball, but it's got to do with his basketball fandom, not his baseball uh, fandom. That's weird. It is weird. Sports. Uh, but to be fair, in this movie, this is like only like the 34th weirdest thing that Jack Nicholson does. <laughs> um, so Billy has almost caught, you can see it through shadows. It was a nice shot. And then his phone rings. Now, every ever time he's been getting a text message, it's been on silent. So why is yep. this one ringing out into the night?
1: Because the movie has to have some. And I'll tell you happen. what, I
0: had one of those phones. It does not ring with that level volume
1: i was gonna say that yeah. i remember the like first phones i had like barely made a noise yeah if you lost them that was it no find my iphone
0: <laughs> sullivan gets so freaked out that he stabs a random and he gets away but his picture's taken by like i don't know like a jaywalking camera or something, something some sort of security camera it, which isn't. somehow somehow he has access to it and you can't tell it's him no. but it doesn't stop him from making it like his desktop wallpaper <laughs> He's always staring at that picture. I'm like, guy, no one else is looking for you.
1: Did Jack Nicholson come up with that as well? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Uh, we have a rat hunt, so there's a one-on-one dinner with Billy and Frank, uh, and he's asked if he has a girlfriend. And he goes, "Are you a rat?" And there's this great thing. He's like, "I just have a thing with rats," and he like, like scrunches his face up. Oh, I think, it's, I think it's a great scene. Love rats. Gross. Uh, Frank then drops a gun and picks it up all in one go. Uh, he says, uh, "He goes, What do you, uh, what do you think?'" And he goes, I don't know. I base most of what I do on the idea, but you're pretty good at what you do.
1: That's quite a good answer good to line.
0: that. <laughs> and he goes, the thing is, Frank, who thinks you could they could do what you do better than you? And he goes, no one can do what I do. He goes, a lot of people had to die for me to be me. He says, you think you could be me? He goes, I could be you. I could, but I don't want to be you. It was just, heavy lies the crown. It's supposed to be heavy lies the head that wears the crown. It's just heavy
1: lies the crown. All right, then. <laughs> yeah, anyone can wear it, but it's
0: uh, heavy. Jack. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this has got to be a Jack ad-lib, because he's talking to, like, Arnold, and then out of nowhere, you see Jack in the background with, like, a whisper, like, don't tell him, and he, like, sneaks up behind him and, like, sniffs him like he's a rat. It, uh, <laughs> it's but, so weird.
1: But again... One word from one dude is like, definitely not him. And they're like, can't be
0: him. Leo called his one-on-one scene with Jack Nicholson one of the most memorable moments of my life. Many scenes with Jack Nicholson were improvised. Really? Nicholson, Nicholson was given the opportunity to do whatever he wanted to do to add to the character's unpredictability. A scene where Billy and Frank are talking was only loosely scripted and many surprises happened in it, including Frank pulling out the gun. This was the one thing I knew Which I think he before we'll going into this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Back to Sullivan and Queenan. Sullivan finds out that it was a close call, but was not made. He says, follow Costello and you'll find his rat. We cut to Sullivan kind of talking about how he wants to be a lawyer and tell Madeline maybe we can move to a new city. So he's thinking about getting out. We're like, well, maybe he'll redeem himself. Sullivan starts going through the citizens' envelope, though, and we find out that Costello changes his crew for the hit. Billy tips off Queenan, and ironically, Sullivan ends up vouching for, for Costigan. Yep. Going, yet? Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. I would have heard. It's not, you know, it's not Billy. Sullivan then has Queenan tailed. Billy notices Queenan has a tail, but Queenan doesn't. I'm like, look, if one of you guys knows about being paranoid and looking for a tail. Yeah. It's this
1: one. But also, if someone that you like are working with who is undercover is going, I'm pretty sure you've got a tail. Also. Would you not? Yeah. Trust that.
0: Also, you've been working with um, Queenan. Are you meeting with them under bridges? Yep. Like like down. Why do you suddenly go to an area where you're gonna be trapped? This feels like it's just a mistake.
1: It's just so stupid. It's just so they it's can it's have the someone claw. fall off a roof and be like, hey, different type of death, not just shooting people.
0: Um <laughs> what else do we got here? Uh oh, so uh Queen agrees to get Billy out. But then they find out Billy gets a phone call, and they're told to go to 314 Washington. Now they're at 344 Washington. Yeah. Um, and so Queenan tries to buy uh, uh, Billy some time, and it's just enough time to watch and get to the ground floor for Queenan to be thrown down on the pavement right in front of him.
1: You know, if you're taking a few steps further forward, you might have been able to catch him. <laughs>
0: or uh, at yeah. least cushion the floor yeah, yeah I, th- I think they're both gonna end up dead then uh the cops yeah, the, movie's over then, I the cops mind. are told not to pursue and then one goes rogue and it's a shootout and during this time uh billy meets up with uh frank's guys and he kind of tries to play like he's uh like he's answering the phone call and he's like i'm here i'm here uh sullivan and and get into a fight uh, because, you know, now... Sorry, not Queenan. Queenan's dead. He's dead. Sullivan and dignum <laughs> get into a fight. dignum suspended for two weeks with pay. Sullivan wants the codes but can't get them. Uh, Costigan is being accosted by the guy who's like, you came to the wrong place. I thought you
2: were the mole, but then you showed up. But I gave you the wrong address. Just in time to say that and then die. Yep. I really thought for it, like, shit was about to pop off for him and then he died. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I suspense, guess crack's suspense, a
3: suspense, me. suspense,
0: and he's dead. Then it's all kind of wrapping up. Billy goes to see Madeline, but there's uh, no no dice. Uh, she, she's uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm with Sullivan now. Um, Sullivan uh, calls Costigan. There's cross-cutting, but no talk. It's a great thing. They both just stare at the phone, mm. and then it's just shots of the both of them, staring ahead as they're waiting for the other one to talk, and they won't do it. Um, he invites Billy Costigan uh, in. And says, come on in, I want to get in here. Sullivan finds out that Frank is an FBI informant by looking through the captain's ledger book or notebook.
1: Which I feel like wouldn't just be left lying around like in evidence. No, it was it
0: was on his person, so Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like he's taken over that job.
1: Suppose so. Um
0: he's man, just Can you, can it, can isn't you he? imagine once Dingham gets back to work, those two working together? Jeez. <laughs> I'm half convinced that in the movies, not even about anybody. It's just him not wanting to work with him.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, Sullivan then tries to warn him that he's got a tail. And then by him this time, I mean Costello. Costello just yells at him. And I think this is where Sullivan realizes I can't control him anymore. Mm. And he's like, let's flip on him. Let's arrest him tonight. And so uh there's a drug deal and uh Billy's like uh says some till some the drug deal happens, it's about to end. Billy says that Frank wants him to check out the back just before the cops show up. Costello's guys go down one at a time. Arnold is shot, he crashes the car, the car goes on fire, he shoots himself in the head.
1: Uh, oh better way than, to go. But
0: better than burning. Better
1: than burning and suffocating whilst also bleeding out. Yeah.
0: Uh, Frank and Sullivan have a face-off about him being an FBI informant, and he confirms that he hasn't tipped off them to Sullivan. And he's going to say he sees Sullivan as a son, but Sullivan gives him a hard time about how he had all these women all these years and didn't have any sons. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. angers, because you know, everything angered people to violence, if you threaten their masculinity in the slightest in this movie. <laughs> uh, he shoots at Sullivan, and Sullivan then shoots him back, kills him, and takes credit for the kill. Back at the station, he's a hero after being the enemy for so long. Uh, and Sullivan finds out that Costigan's waiting for you. And it's great. It's like the first scene of the movie. We're two hours in, and these two are finally in the same room. Mm-hmm. Mm. Costigan wants his identity back. Sullivan leaves him alone to sort of arrange it, and Costigan sees the citizen's envelope. And if he just plays it cool, if he just plays it cool, yeah, goes to the front desk and says, like, uh, g- g- Get his credit for whatever. Yes, I'm I'm William Costigan. I wasn't at whatever. Then just call him up to the front desk and say, Hi, I'm Sergeant William Costigan. Yep. I'd like to report who the mole is.
1: Yep. (laughs) This dude is sus to you. If he doesn't run away, it's all
2: over. His problem is because he's like he sees it and he tries to put it back, but he doesn't put enough effort oh. into putting it like, back. The minute, it's see, the minute
1: you see it, you're
0: like, "I know what this is."
1: He doesn't. Yeah. What well, he doesn't yeah. need to touch it. It's obvious. Like he wrote "citizens" underneath yeah. the crossed out "citizens," yeah. big enough for this to be obvious to be able to watch it, and then he and also, goes and fucks it up. Also, why if
2: if if you leave that creates more, you know, suspicion that you know uh sullivan then uh
0: deletes the file there never was a william costigan because now he has the password because william's given it to him
1: but also it's definitely that easy to delete a path entire profile on the police system well it was a mac wasn't
0: it think think different um (laughs) costigan and madeline uh, he gives her an envelope to hang on to for him and she tries to tell him something he says just wait two weeks uh madeline gives sullivan an um, an, she tries to tell him. And actually, you know, she's giving Sullivan an envelope with the sonogram on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he seems not really that fussed. No. Hmm. She's then going through the mail and finds a letter to Sullivan from Costigan. Yeah. And it's a CD. And guys, CDs were these <laughs> things that we used to put music on.
2: I know. Whoa. Were yeah. they like teeny tiny vinyl records? Yes. Yes.
0: And you listen to them with a laser. Whoa! I just did the Doctor Evil laser quotes. Um. Anyway, so we find out it's 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 part of a recording. I guess Costello recorded almost everything he did. And it turns out, ironically, Costigan was Costello's most trusted person. Now, a lot of this is just exposition as he's on the roof talking angrily on a phone. But I appreciated it.
1: Do we also ever find out what was in the envelope that he gave to her?
2: Um. I don't think open,
1: so.
2: it? <laughs> I assume it's more, info more in for more of the
0: same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Costigan then uh, lures Sullivan to the roof of where Queenan died and he arrests him and beats the crap out of him. Anthony Anderson catches them on the roof and he just keeps going. You know me. You know who I am.
1: As if that explains anything. That's where's where's Dingdom?
0: I've asked you to bring Dingdom. Now, if you were undercover, mm-hmm. Dingdom would make sense. Yeah. Um, and so Sullivan, gets Sullivan into the elevator and he goes from 100%. You're going to, I'd like to see you save us to a grand jury. Just kill me. Just kill me already.
1: But also the other uh, dude doesn't get in the lift that clearly has space for him in the lift. Yeah, yes like, if he gets in that lift, it, it, I don't understand why he doesn't.
0: Well, the elevator's door is open and Costigan is blown away
2: by the lackey. The this, kick. this shocked me so much. Was this the first time you'd seen the movie, Ethan? The f- I saw this years before okay. and I couldn't remember a single thing about oh, really. it.
0: Yeah. I was prepared last time I watched it, I'd still forgotten that it happens that quickly. Uh yeah. So this time I was expecting it.
2: With the Ted Lasso spoiler, they were like, look out for the X's. And then I saw like I saw the X, someone died, I went, uh okay. And I didn't see one for Leo or I didn't catch one, so it just it caught me completely off guard. Um
0: and then uh so this is like a, a mass just bang. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna get all these down. Costigan is blown away by the sidekick. The sidekick then shoots Anthony Anderson. The sidekick reveals that he was also on uh, Frank's payroll. Sullivan's like, great, let me see the gun, cleans it, and then shoots the sidekick. <laughs> so Sullivan gets away with it and says, by the way, I'd like to recommend William Costigan for the Medal of Merit. Here's my issue. You just deleted his file. Yep. How do you explain this?
1: Yep. This this like last half hour of this film is like, we've written ourselves into a thing. No. Let's just shoot people.
0: Um, I do judge Madeline for not outing him.
2: Yeah? I guess she's
0: scared? Uh, maybe. There's a bagpipe funeral, which William would have hated, and Madeline staring <laughs> at Sullivan. Uh, the funeral scene was filmed at Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn, New York. Martin Scorsese also shot gangs in New York there. Uh, uh, the coda, there's a dog that doesn't like Sullivan. Yep. There's X's on the floor as he's walking up to his apartment. Yep. And then he, he opens the door, and we get this eye line match, to feet. And the feet have been covered by, like, grocery bags. hmm And you yep. pan up to see it's Marky Mark Wahlberg himself. Good vibrations. Feel it. Feel it. Sitting there, uh, getting ready to shoot him. And he just goes, okay. And for the first time in his life, he doesn't try to talk his way out of it because he knows he can't. hmm mm-hmm. And he gets shot, and that's... It.
1: it's not it. They then pan to a literal rat on the bloody. Oh, I love that the balcony. And I'm like, yeah. really? No, really? that's beautiful. But it's, they don't. It is a rat.
0: Well, hang on. I'm going to take one credit with one thing you said. But Martin Scorsese joked at the end. There was much more comfortable gangsters on set than police. He said, "I was worried there were cops all around me, and they were going to take me in." Um, the rat was not a literal rat. Is it CGI? It is the only CGI thing in this movie. That
1: makes it so wow. much worse. You didn't know, though? Yeah, but if it was a real rat, I'd at least be like, at least they brought in a real rat and trained it to sit on the thing. If yeah, just but it's just also got it the view
2: of the church, yep. too. And it's, oh, it's so, because that's the one it's thing that you so always focus on. I love The image of a church. Yeah. It's
1: so pretentious. Mixed with the rat. No,
0: it's the juxtaposition of the two things.
1: Well, yeah, but yeah. it's like, it's a rat. It's like, yeah, we know it's a rat.
0: I mean, the rat was so important because, of course, Damon's a rat and he feels to some degree that um, Leah was a rat and then Frank turns out to be a rat.
1: But do you not feel like the movie's going? oh, We're really clever. Look, we're going to show you a rat now. No, I think it's. I don't think I like doing it to show imagery. they're really clever. I
0: think they're doing it because it's the image. It's it's the juxtaposition of the movie. It's
2: not self. It's not self-congratulatory. It,
1: this whole film feels very self-congratulatory. Oh, in place. It's, a,
2: it's a good ending oh. image to be thought like think of because it's the two things that sort of defined Sullivan. There's
1: mm-hmm. just lots of bits that are like don't tie up and don't make sense. And is like I think they wrote themselves into a hole. And then we're like, oh, we'll just shoot everyone. It's fine.
0: Um, At the beginning of the film, Frank Costello instructs the store clerk to fill a brown paper bag with various groceries, including a couple loaves of bread, a couple of quarts of milk. In the last scene, we see Colin Sullivan walk into his apartment with a paper bag full of groceries. Two of the items you can see in the bag are a couple loaves of bread and a couple of quarts of milk.
2: I just realized the comic that he gives Frank is X-Men as well. Wolverine. Yeah. X as far as like that's the warning, yeah. Yeah. because every time
0: an X shape appears in a scene, someone dies. Mm. Uh, screenwriter William Monahan envisioned a sequel to the film, citing it would have over, uh, focused on overlooked aspects such as political corruption. Monahan had watched wanted to the sorry watched the sequels to the original film in 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 that this was borrowed off of, uh, but felt a potential sequel would have gone a different direction uh, set by this film. Mark Wahlberg said that he would have been the main character in the film. To date. This is not materialized.
2: No, I'm okay with that. I like the way it ends. And we are now
0: uh, thrilled, thrilled. Is there there a is there a synonym for thrilled I want to use here?
1: Elated, ecstatic,
0: elated. Good one. Jubilant.
1: I prefer elated.
0: You can be elated. I will be jubilant. Ethan can be whatever.
1: Ecstatic, he said.
0: 50p version of the word I use. uh, Was there. (laughs) To welcome, to welcome host of the Scuttlebutt podcast, a BFF of the BFE and someone I've known actually for a little bit now. Hermes, welcome to the BFE. How are you, buddy?
4: I am... I am amazing. I cannot wait to talk about this movie. I've I've waited almost all my life. It feels like just to talk to you guys about
0: this. <laughs> it's a, it it a different movie that talked about a coin taking 22 years to get to this point. But maybe this movie took took I don't know, a good 15 years to get to this point. 16 years, I guess, to this point here today. I heard me. I mean, we were both involved in the Pod VCOM sort of thing going on over there.
4: Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. You, you were you were like Captain Charisma. Finding joy and goodness and things to cheerlead about everybody, and that was a welcome energy to that second convention.
4: <laughs> yeah, I had a blast. I'm, I'm, I'm sad we can't do it every year now, or almost every other weekend of every year. But you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll make do, I guess, by by joining up with you guys on your show and that's a, you.
0: And that's amazing to think, kind of where we both kind of were doing uh, at that point. And I mean, I don't know. We did our first pod of VCOM over here very early into the into the pod run. Oh, yeah, I remember being
1: Jewish?
0: like, what even is that? Yeah, that was the first real roundtable.
1: table. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't on it. Oh, yeah. The first
0: real roundtable table was, uh, what was it? Are these really Christmas worst movies?
2: Worst movies?
0: Oh, worst movies ever. That was yeah. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I talked about Cameron Diaz for a while. And then, <laughs> you know, there was, there was a, a few of them, and uh, we got to this point here, and uh, even though... Um, I became a little bit less involved because, uh, they had, they had very aspirational hopes for the, uh, for, for, for the conventions. And I was just like, I just can't meet that with the aspirational thoughts that I've kind of got going on for the podcast. Um, it was nice that, that there's still a, a group of people within that community who I'm still in fairly close contact with and, and stunned, Hermes, and thrilled that you have continued to, to, to listen and communicate and engage. And I'm just stoked you're here today.
4: Yeah. Not as stoked as I am, guys, like it's easy to engage with shows that are great. And when you're talking about movies as well as you guys do, there's there's no uh, there's no question in my mind. I I love it. every every time you guys drop something. I'm always there first thing in the morning because it, it drops like 3 a.m. my time. So immediately you know as soon as i'm in the gym that's it i'm i'm downloading and i'm listening <laughs> yeah i do the same thing i'm taking all gym. of the
1: compliments <laughs> clearly is my intake on uh oh
4: is that what it is that is, is 85 percent georgia 85
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when you're in the gym is this like lifting is this like cardio what are you doing in the gym whilst you're are you, are you while you're crushing it to the bfe
4: uh, all of the above, but oh, okay. it's, it's whatever. When, when, whenever you guys are uh, in my ear, then I I I will say. Oftentimes, I will catch myself not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be opening up Twitter, having to get in on the conversation <laughs> immediately, blowing you guys up, and I'm like, dang it, maybe uh, I shouldn't listen as much as I do in the gym. But oh, yeah, alas, we do F
2: and BFE now stands for fitness. Fitness. I yes. If it makes you feel any
1: better, uh, I counteract that by not going to the gym at all. So. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's um, fine. I mean, that's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do have uh, actually a, a mutual neighbor around this place, uh, a relation of yours, actually. Yes. Uh, who says that he often finds himself not only stopping what he's doing, but like he's talking back to the fo- to 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 his stereo or something <laughs> like that?
3: Because
0: it's uh, he says it's probably different because I know you and I'm like I don't think it is, man. I think it's kind of the. Uh, it is kind of what we get back as far as how that, how that goes. But you've got your own
4: podcast called the Scuttlebutt podcast. Why don't you give a little bit of love and sort of explain to everybody what it is that you do? Oh, well, thank you. it's, it's not as, uh, concise and as du- well directed, I will say, because there's no Ian behind the scenes. Did you just call us concise? I say, concise might be, <laughs> concise might be a stretch, but I will take the well directed. Thank you. <laughs> I I it's if you guys have heard our show I would say it is yeah. way more concise. We tangent and ramble and have no direction at all. You guys have a movie <laughs> to sit down and talk about. We we just uh, as as the name suggests, we just sit down and talk all of the The BS that is uh, the scuttlebutt or the gossip that is the military and then all of the inner and outer workings that that flows through, whether it's pop culture, whether it's each other's families, whether it's just our spouse, like my wife and I often do a couple's counseling. when We just want to sit down and shoot the shit and, you know, hang out with each other for at least have an excuse to do so. So that's kind of what we do. Two thirds of the podcast is active duty military, hence the anonymity part of my video feed
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes uh, oh I say people who aren't watching but no one is we're not doing that (laughs) Uh, we're sitting here oh we didn't actually promo that next week our birthday episode is live and uncensored for for the patrons
3: yeah so the video the video
0: feed will be
4: live yeah so I wear, we should, wear something we you more presence dapper. besides my awful voice.
0: No, no, so but but we not here with Hermes who is really just kind of an arm and a microphone stand but a as really we Really cool
1: background. Yeah, you've got, I I'll tell you what. You've got
0: the set design way better than we you do. You
2: have <laughs> my dream of there's like the entire collection of Lego Star Wars helmets.
4: Yes, sir. There's wow. even
2: a dark trooper which is like so new and recent. It's just cool. I'm sure the yeah, Jaro and I'm, no, I'm, I'm,
0: sure,
4: I'm sure these noises they're making mean
0: something, but no. it's just it's just white noise.
4: <laughs> well, see, I see he has the scout back there, and then yeah. I also saw for Christmas you had the you were gifted the R2D2 that I was. Yeah, reading, so I this haven't beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, but Ethan, what's your coolest Star Wars gift that you once got?
4: Oh yeah, I got a DJ Galaxy's
1: Rex. Edge
2: DJ Rex. Yeah, uh, yeah, I still don't know. See, He's from the parks, um,
1: so that's why I know what that was. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Hermes, how up are you for Kenobi? Well, I guess now it's Obi Wan Kenobi. They've 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 gone to a full a full name now.
4: Yeah, I am. I'm Ooh. trying to keep myself as as uh, reserved as possible when I say this, but I am I am beyond excited. That's yeah, what I'll just yeah. keep it reserved. I'll keep but. <laughs> They better not do what they did with Boba Fett. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs>
0: Ewan and McGregor yeah. is my favorite part of the prequels, bar none. Mm. Um, he's you can you can point a finger at almost anything else in that in that trilogy, but do not go near Ewan and McGregor. He nailed it for three movies. So I am absolutely I I, I like Mandalorian. I watched Ethan and I did. What do we do? Do we just do a retrospective on? Do we do a full? Uh, we 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 did a full one of season two, didn't we?
2: No, we never did series two. We
1: did? You did season two. You did season one. Yeah,
2: we did. We We did did a retrospective
0: of season one.
2: Yeah, we never did. Because we did it halfway through series two. I think it was before the. Really? It was just before the Ahsoka episode dropped. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we'll probably catch on to season three. But but nonetheless, (laughs)
2: let
0: it drop here. We will be doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi series when that that comes out. We'll be. uh, And
2: I'm. I'm going to have to be so careful not to just go into yes, you will. nerd fat. Like I screamed at the trailer. There's already stuff that I'm excited for. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get, I'm there got, with some, you got some inquisitors. Oh, I, I was
4: happy. So will be tweeting you if you go off on the yeah. nerd.
0: <laughs> so Hermes, what sort of catching your uh, attention, your interest out in the world of films these days? Ooh, that's tough. The last one was Dune.
4: Um, oh, really? I haven't seen that. I
0: just know it's a very pretty looking film. Everybody, everything by Denis Villeneuve is pretty, but yeah. I, I find to be a little void on the story front.
4: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna agree to disagree, and we're just gonna leave it there. How about that? Ian? <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a shock. Hermes disagreeing <laughs>
0: with me. Oh, you know, you
1: That's know why he likes my 85 percent of it because yeah, okay. I also disagree with you.
0: <laughs> you know, you know, we have got to start with actually. We got to start with this Canadian myth story, buddy.
4: Oh, no, 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 no. That's a that's, a, that's another podcast. Oh, sucks. is it really? <laughs> just just uh, we'll do a quick summary. All it right. is. Uh, everybody has that 13 um, year old experience. right? Wow. You know, 13.
0: You just, uh, you I, just I was a good it. kid. I really was. To my
4: stepfather's dismay, I was a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you know, if if you found Canadian Mist, any any, uh, you said you haven't tried it at all, have you? No, I've you never. I I, didn't, I I had to Google what it was. Yeah, see, if you if if you had anybody with Canadian Mist in their cupboard, then you would have been off to the races with <laughs> the bad kid uh, energy <laughs> early on. I promise you, it is not a fun time. <laughs> what to do we have? Everybody, what do we have here? Is, is it
1: Frosty Jacks? At W K D.
0: No, 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 Frosty that's Jacks. Weak. That's weird. Frosty Jacks is this, like, apple cider we have. You can buy, like, literally a three-liter bottle of. Oh,
3: and that's it's, like, like yeah. the and, it's, and, it, cider, and it is,
0: yeah. like, 8.5% alcohol. Yeah. I, I tried it once. Like, the stuff will get you ripped, but it's, it's like, paint thinner.
1: Yeah, yeah back when Tesco I mean, Valley was a the thing, they used to do, like, two-liter bottles of cider for, like,
0: yeah. pennies. That's yeah. what I'm talking about,
4: yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, well, the, the experience that I've found with alcohol is the more you pay the Less you're going to pay for it later, is <laughs> this basically <laughs> at the end of the day? In Canadian Mist, yeah, you're going to pay five dollars maybe for a handle, and it is not eight percent, I want to say it's 25 or 30. Five dollars for
0: a handle.
4: What's a handle? It is not good, uh, mm-hmm. roughly
0: is it like 40 amps gallon,
4: 750 milliliters? Oh, 750. Okay, I know where you're at now. Okay, yeah, I'm around there. Wow, that's all that's right, it's, it's not. It's not a good time, but because it's cheap and you're 13, uh, you know, that's, that's what you're buying. That and Potter's Vodka. Potter's Vodka is just as bad as Canadian in what, Mist.
0: In what world are 13-year-olds going after
4: hard liquor?
2: The thought of this is giving me harm. Right? Be- beer I right? get.
4: Beer I get. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's in the States, it's, it's so much different culture when it comes to drinking because we nobody has access to access to it i think that's the mentality is you just go for the strongest as quickest as you possibly can
0: yeah i yeah i I hear you on that one yeah unfortunately i saw super bad
1: (laughs) i genuinely didn't drink until i was 18 and that is our legal
0: i didn't drink till many years after Mm. Yeah, yeah I was. The first a... time
2: I properly drunk was just a bit before I turned eighteen and it was, was the night it? before an audition for uh The Sound of Music. I did not get the role because I was just so hung over. Uh, yeah,
1: I was so annoyed at you. <laughs> like Ethan just, Ethan, uh, where are you? I just
0: got a pretty intense family history with uh yeah. some stuff. So mm. Yeah. Um
4: Yeah, that's s- the Irish, I guess, in me is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it goes uh goes back too far as uh as high tolerances. So I guess I just grew up around Having that uh, culture, you know, sailors, Irish, Scottish, all that good stuff.
0: <laughs> so a Scuttleball podcast been going on for,
4: for how long now, Hermes? Uh, officially March 15th, I want to say, of 2020 until now. Uh, wow, we so we recording. launched three days apart. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> that yeah, is we... insane. That Was was that the day we went into lockdown?
1: That was 23rd,
0: Rose.
2: It, it,
4: uh it was in the States, I think. Wow. I, I wasn't right. in the States when that happened. Oh, were you not? Were you were, were you out on service? Yeah, I was, I was in uh, Italy during that time frame. Wow. So oh, God, that's even worse. Wow, Italy yeah, was? It was
0: the Italy, Italy? That's true. Italy was like, we were getting videos of that going, oh, no. I remember talking yeah. to a colleague going, we're following the same curve as Italy. It's going to be just as bad. And I was like, ah, is it really? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, At least they got her.
1: the dolphins back in the canals. We got <laughs> Yeah. just nothing
2: <laughs> we got no more kfc wrappers for a bit
1: that's true
0: yeah uh, maybe i don't know i mean Hermes asked almost everybody this but let's go ahead and do i mean everything that seems to be big and out there and people are sort of flocking to it the cinema these days i mean we just went and saw the batman the batman um i guess the, you, you saw the batman um and thanks for backing me up on the music by the way um I guess the you're qu- right you're right I am right <laughs> hashtag in full effect um I guess the question is you know when was the last time any of us went and saw something in the cinema that we weren't that wasn't like existing i p mm. oh God, you know what I mean that wasn't a sequel that wasn't a remake that wasn't a video game already
2: <laughs> I think for me it would have been onward right before the lockdown you and to armor in cinemas yeah okay. last film i saw then sonic i, I don't think i can run sonic's existing ip what are you talking no, about no exactly he that, that was, was my
0: point. Before he went yeah. okay
4: I, I remember the last time i saw something Hermes? do you have any idea buddy that's that's a good question i can't i can't say off the top of my head i want to say it was probably an italian film when i was there I, oh wow I okay a and so i don't but I couldn't tell you if they were part of IP or not. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing if you went and saw the Batman, are you a comic book book fan in general? I am. I am a big. That was that was my only solace growing up. A lot. That was I learned how to read from Spider-Man comics when I was wow. three or four. Ooh, okay.
0: Are yeah. right, how, how's Marvel sitting with you? Are you starting to malaise on it? Or are you still all in? You, yeah.
4: No, I am. It is. It is Wayne. I, we actually. Discussed this a while ago. Now, Bo and I, who who he is also a big uh, big film guy, in in the opposite end of the spectrum, I would say, uh, and and yeah, we're both sort of over the idea of Marvel trying to suck every last penny out of every last property that they own, and 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 beating a dead horse. Yeah, yeah, Disney Plus is uh, disappointing me. I'll just say that I'm trying to not to speak too uh, too negatively about them. They <laughs> are producing some good Star Wars, but. The Marvel, I was, I was really let down by wandavision I didn't oh, oh. even finish the first, the beginning of it. It it started out promised, which is why maybe I was. Yeah, I'm down. with you on that. I thought Wanda, you know,
0: the Wanda start was better than the finish.
4: Uh, well, everything. Loki, same thing. oh uh, I liked Loki. I would okay. say <clears throat> slightly better. I would say, but Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't even. I didn't even get past episode two. Still haven't seen Hawkeye. Uh, and I'm not really excited. The I, I will say I'm excited for Moon Knight. But yeah, I'm Moon, st- but I'm Moon hesitant. gonna be fun. It I'm hesitant good. though. I don't know. Is, I don't know. It's Disney Plus. Is that one Oscar TV Isaac? 13.
0: Yeah, that's oh, okay. Oscar Isaac. Oh, that was gonna be a film. It's a series. Yeah.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. I know that. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant. I'm I'm as far as excited goes. That's just because I enjoy the character. But outside of that, as a uh, by and large, as a whole, Marvel's more and more disappointing i think they've passed that age of uh of uh, their heyday i guess rather
0: yeah
1: had a golden age maybe they need to go away for a while
4: yeah but, mm-hmm. they,
0: won't. The but m- they won't a lot of yeah. money it's it's it's, it's Wait, is
2: 14 years old now like yeah it's it's reached its precipice i, well, it's, I guess we'll find out
0: won't we because
2: you know i'm what?
1: really looking forward to the new one
2: dr strange is gonna do huge numbers dude
1: because it's got Wonder for, in that, it and she's my favourite.
2: I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange and I'm looking forward to Moon Knight and I have I have hope, I guess, for Miss Marvel, but that's just more of a I, I love the Miss Marvel
4: comics.
1: Yeah, it's not easy at the moment to know what's actually going to be good and what's ah. not.
4: I'm with Ian on that one for sure. Yeah, in yeah. Georgia, yeah. Definitely with you guys on that one.
1: Um,
0: let's pivot a bit to less um, literally almost cartoony sort of stuff because <laughs> um, you went about as opposite and as Irish as you, uh, as you could with this film. Uh, let's talk about Scorsese in general. Is he a director who you tend to usually
4: uh, – I don't know. Are you a fan basically? I am a fan of Scorsese. However – He's, I wouldn't say he's my favorite director. He has disappointed me in the past. Uh, I can't, I'm trying to remember the name off the top of my head. The one with Andrew Garfield, Liam Neeson, they were in Japan. Silence, thank you. I haven't seen this. And Irishman as well, I wasn't really impressed by either. I think, I think he's, uh, I enjoy most of Scorsese's uh, work and I really like his style. I really like his direction. But I would say he can, I don't know, he doesn't have enough like variants for me is the best way I'd say it. He plays the hits. Yeah. And I don't know. I want to be surprised sometimes, you know, and say same thing with Tarantino. I love Tarantino, but I don't know. It's, I don't know. No, you're not wrong. They They do a couple other things. They
0: have, they have their, um, they have their wheelhouse and they tend to stay within it. Uh, To the point that if you want to tell, I mean, I'll have this argument all day long, but try and convince me that Wolf of Wall Street and Goodfellas aren't the
2: same film. (laughs)
4: <laughs> they're both incredible absolutely yeah but, uh, i think that's I the thing know. with silence because
2: it's so it's so opposite to him
4: yeah maybe that is why i didn't like it as i yeah as i say that maybe that is why i didn't like it but but at the same time it was heavy in his like there's nobody who looks at a scorsese film and doesn't immediately recognize this scorsese yeah. and even silence was the same way and i think it was too heavy in the way uh in in a lot of the new elements that he was trying I think and therefore you could tell was Scorsese but it didn't feel totally Scorsese and you didn't agree with everything he was and I was like I don't know it just didn't sit right Let's just. Twice, I haven't seen it since.
0: Let me just do some rapid fire with Hermes here, if I may. <laughs> I want to go through some just like, like 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 less than one sentence reviews here, just to see kind of where your wheelhouse is here. <laughs> it's because I'll ramble and talk forever. That's <laughs> why <is>. it's okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to stop Ethan from jumping in.
2: With
4: his apologies,
2: apologies.
0: I never get to talk about silence with anyone. <laughs> you don't. It's true. Get in here,
4: Ethan. Get in here. <laughs> um
0: Uh, Let's go. I'm trying to think of all the Scorsese films I know now. Ironically, let's start with with the ones that I've already mentioned. Let's go. um, Goodfellas. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Let's go. Shutter Island. Mm, Seven out of ten. Oh, I I I like
4: six out of ten. I like
0: Shutter, although I did find the conclusion a little underwhelming. Um, Let's go with. Oh, let's go Wolf of Wall Street. Eight out of ten. Gangs of New York. Mm. Six out of ten. Ooh. I love Gangs, but I hate Cameron Diaz. D- Diaz ruins it pretty Diaz much me Diaz does well. ruin that. Yeah. Casino. Mm.
4: It's that, see, I would say that's closer to Goodfellas. That's a long movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you like Cry, it's six out of ten probably. Right. And then oh,
0: let's just go. I mean, uh, Irishman, I guess. That's all I got left. Four out of ten.
4: Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Oh. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah, so, so Ethan, that would be worse than Lethal Weapon, dude. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> that's that's a
0: that's a hell of a rating, though. To be, to be fair, I think Hermes agreed with your rating, so you know. You
2: know the thing is, I, is is the thing with um with uh, the third act because I I I would agree with that there.
4: <laughs> for for uh, uh, Irishman, weapon? oh Irishman, uh, by and large, I would say if if you. So, just think about the summary in your head. I ask this to everybody who enjoys The Irishman. I always ask them the same thing: think of the summary in your head, whatever that looks like and sounds like in your head. Tell me what it's about now in in two minutes. You know, most <laughs> That's people physically th- impossible. Ex- most people will be like well there's just so much it's so long there's so many good there's so m-. and it's like yeah that means it's a shitty movie it means that there's not <laughs> anything actually that you take from it." you you look at the departed you look at Goodfellas like you can say there's you can say a line that's quotable you can say a scene that you love you can say the the music you can point to something Goodfellas is just a mess of stuff put together that individually would probably be good you know actors are great stories you know the, the dialogue is great it's all natural and great. but at the end of the day it's all at once and you know any if you play 10 songs all at the same time you're not going to hear anything at all it's just gonna be that's that's what that is to me Irishman is just a, 10 songs playing at the same time they're good songs ever really, just not a, not together
1: it sounds like my idea of a nightmare of a film I would not it's be hard. able to track
2: almost anyone. four hours you'd hate <laughs> it Can you imagine how many
0: how many pages my notes would be if I printed that off
1: Yeah, how many Post-it notes you'd need to put on the screen for each person that pops up? Be like, this is this person. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
4: yeah. No, I don't try and retract that. (laughs) uh, Now that I have the chance, Georgia, I hope I hope you don't mind. I'm going to derail it a little bit. Ian, face blindness confuses (laughs) the heck out of me when you say this. I'm is 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 it just like they? I don't know how how can you describe this? Because every time you say face blindness and then you and then you compare it or describe it, I'm so lost as to how. How does this happen, Georgia? You know you guys what? Got, is going on? You guys got this. I'm going to get
0: a drink.
1: Um, <laughs> so basically, I, I'll see someone and like even if they're like a celebrity that I know and I go, oh, okay. Take, for example, like Leo. Although he's not one that I get it with, but it, just say he is. I'll see him. I go, right. That's Leo DiCaprio. Cool. Got that. I'll see him another day in another film and not be able to recognize that it's the same person. Like I'll go, oh, cool. Leo. And then be like, And then someone will say, oh, he was in that other film that you watched yesterday, and I won't have connected the two, because they're not, I don't see them as the same, like, face. They literally don't look like the same person.
0: I've just seen a face I can't remember.
1: (laughs) I can't can't forget the time or place. I don't know.
0: I think my favorite example of it was Heat. When we got yeah. to like the two thirds of the way through the movie thing, and it was like George is still thought Pacino, and De Niro are the same, same guy. Same person, yeah. So or, he's or over they the exactly he's the over same, the ledge yeah. doing like a Mrs. Doubtfire running down with his bodies and then running back up.
4: Based on George's description, I was getting it until you used that example, and now I'm lost again. Because how does this happen? I, have no I idea. Either it is <laughs> the that they, movie.
1: either it is one person, and I don't recognize them in multiple films or in one singular film there'll be multiple people that just look like the same person so for example in the departed the three like youngish dudes with the same haircut and the same color hair all look the same to me (laughs)
0: leo damon leo damon and marky mark
1: marky mark feel it feel it (laughs) genuinely i have to try really hard to like look at which one is which because if not they just look like the same person and it makes films like whichever that one was heat heat really confusing <laughs> because they're the same if if i'm going oh maybe it's a fight club thing maybe they are like, oh, the same person
0: <laughs> <I, I, laughs> george said every movie is fight club and every movie is the usual suspects <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, i don't like fight club so it makes some of the yeah. movies like ah, oh, what
0: um no i, I think it, it, we, we we had watched as part of a group before the departed yeah And you really couldn't tell my part. No, I couldn't. He's like, like, at least the fact that you knew the plot helped to this (laughs) time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm hopeless. I do it it in real life as well. So, I mean, like, the fact that we can't see your face, like, I'm going to remember you better because you haven't got a face. So, there you go. (laughs) (laughs)
0: There we go. Um, it doesn't. I mean, it, it even crosses cultural lines. I forget what it was. You oh, someone, god, yeah. Someone reminded me of someone else, and I was like, "Those are two different ethnicities."
1: It, it genuinely crosses like <laughs> racial lines as well. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I love it.
4: It's 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 so it's so wholesome in a lot of ways. It's just it just blows my mind every time it comes up. I'm just like how I'm a very visual person, so it just how i just my brain can't comprehend like you think if you are me on a film podcast like
0: visuals <laughs> yeah. would be important to you and you? it's it's let's face it, it it's a star driven business is it not <laughs> <laughs> and to go like the number of times it's the reason why i take all the notes that goes do you know what else he was in because i know the answer is more often than not going to be no <laughs> and actually, i actually i should get disappointed when i say do you know who he was and she goes oh yeah, yeah and i'm like oh damn it i was kind of looking forward to hearing the
2: uh hearing is that, that why you throw to one. me so much when liam's not here Oh, absolutely. I can't throw to Georgia. She won't get it. <laughs>
1: who was it that, in the Batman that you were like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't realize who that was. Paul,
0: Paul Dano is the Riddler.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, who was it? Who is Paul Dano? Paul Dano's
0: Dwayne from Little Miss Sunshine. Dwayne from Little Miss Sunshine. That's and the, the one. And the lead in Ruby Sparks.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: That was the and most recent one. In, uh,
0: you do get the, the Michael. You do get that Michael Scott as Uncle Frank, right?
1: Yeah. I got that okay. one. There is. There is. That is why it's weird. There are. Steve Carell.
0: You can always tell who Steve, Steve Carell
1: Leo DiCaprio. That's
0: weird, because there's times I don't I don't see Johnny Depp.
1: I get, it's weird, isn't it? Like, there's some people that I know who they are. Uh, John Krasinski. I'll always spot John Krasinski. What Emily, is John
0: Krasinski Emily, in?
1: Emily Blunt I will always spot. Like, you know, even like in photos on newspapers or well, anything no, like that. But it's because
0: John Krasinski always looks like Jim Halpert
1: no he doesn't have you not seen the picture no. of who on men's health he is ripped.
2: No. okay J- jim halpert having gone to the gym <laughs> crushing it to the bfe like hermes does <laughs> you look at what is it 37 hours or whatever it is and you're like yeah that's still that's still jim he's just got a bit of an updated haircut yeah Before i mean there are some people
0: much. that it
4: doesn't
1: oh. happen with but for the vast majority and it is worse with men like middle-aged white men brown hair and i'm, and I'm <laughs> wait, wait, are
0: you calling leo in this film middle-aged
1: no, I'm just saying that is the that is the blind spot.
2: Okay. The early yeah. MCU must have been a nightmare for you.
1: Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Wait, all, all the blonde Chrises. Yeah, yeah. I was like,
1: which Chris is which? I don't know. It's oh just come
0: Chris. on! You could just—they're literally wearing costumes.
1: Oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. When in the films, it's fine. If they're like on a red carpet, no clue. okay, that's
0: fine. That's fine. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, i love it why don't you start by telling us what was it about this film hermes that you really wanted to come on and and and, and chat with us because you were like i remember your message it was like i have to talk i have to be the one who talks to the departed
4: with you guys what what was why did it have to be this film what what is it about it i have seen this film more times than any other film by far absolutely and and I watch a lot of films on repeat. Yeah, if my wife was here she would uh she would give you a a very long list that she cannot of uh, movies that she can no longer watch because <laughs> I watch them to death. And uh I don't know, this one I saw gosh. I want to say I saw it when it first came out. I didn't get to see it in theaters unfortunately, but my 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 parents are big big, you know, we had a library full of movies, you know, DVDs when DVDs were a thing. And <laughs> and that was I, I, I alphabetized them. You know, I I, I knew exactly <laughs> which shelf they were on Absolutely. and what color case. You know, I loved, love movies.
0: Now, once this you one, got a uh, question, once you got into mm-hmm. a series, is it alphabetical until you get to a series that it's chronological within the series? Series are separated off of the shelf. Oh, are they? Oh, they get their own? Yes. Oh, okay. okay, Ooh, that's, that's clever. clever. Yeah. I did. We that did. We kept ours. Answer. Oh, really? I, I Okay. Anyway, back to back to back, <laughs> I'm gonna stop criticizing Hermes, you know, re- recollection of his childhood and let him continue. Oh, please. please
4: absolutely. I owned more
1: videos than DVDs, so I can't really join in.
4: Well, we had, we had the VHS first, but then when they made the yeah. transition, my parents were like, Well, you know, we're I guess we're gonna do this now too, and we're gonna <laughs> stop at DVDs. And DVDs took up a little less space, it was actually kind of nice. We could the, so many more. Yeah, they're great, and they're not nearly
0: as heavy either. And
4: yeah, it was wonderful. Our, our, our collection. Turned out to be pretty heavy uh, after we ended up having to move every four years. That w- that ended up being heavy. <laughs> the shelves ended up. But uh, no, two 2000- thousand. I want to say, was it 2007, I want to say, is this when, is no, when I first. Oh, you first saw it? Okay. I want to say 2007 because I'm trying to place like where I, which house I was in and what grade <laughs> I was in and all that. I want to say I was, it was about 2007. So I was, you know, middle school time frame. And it was the it was that first movie where, you know, you've seen Jurassic Park, you've seen, uh, you know, what's it? Uh, Lilo and Stitch is a good example. That's <laughs> another one that I watched. A ton. <laughs> and and you love them, but you love them for personal reasons. This one. I loved it as a film. I loved the music throughout. As soon as it opens, it's got the uh, uh, dropkick Murphys coming out really hard, and really strong, and and then you got uh, then you have, of course, some of my favorite actors. You know, I was big into Matt Damon at the time, and this was right around uh, this was right around Red, not Redbox, Netflix when they were sending the movies. Oh really? And so I would <laughs> I would often find an actor that I really liked and then just order all of their movies from the beginning till till recent. And and so I was big into Matt Damon and I, I want to say that's how I ended up finding it. it was Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg. I was in their catalog and then it, they crossed over and of course Leo was in it. So I got that disc and because there was no late fees, I just kept it. I kept that disc forever. <laughs> I never <laughs> I never returned it and, and I continued watching it and continued watching it and and then eventually my parents asked me why we were only getting one movie in the mail versus the two or three that we were supposed to each month, even though they had ordered two or three movies. And they finally just bought it for me. And so I watched that one again on repeat, uh, you know, every other night. And then it got so bad. It got so much so that uh, I ended up having to get a new DVD. I wow. tried the peanut butter trick. I tried the toothpaste trick. and. <laughs> It did not. Nothing ended up fixing my uh fixing my my scratches. These DVD just sound TV like TV tricks that other kids told PO? you
0: in order to like make you ruin your DVDs.
4: Well, peanut butter, techni- creamy peanut butter. Don't <laughs> no, do Why are there scratches
0: all over my desk? I tried
4: it. <laughs> no, it was actually uh, Shrek was the other one that I tried that I watched so much to that point, and uh, yeah, peanut butter works for a minute, for a while, it'll it'll cover up some of those scratches and help you get through it, but eventually you got to get a new disc. And now, so that was the first one that I had to replace.
0: Now I just want to see a mashup of either replacing and putting All Star into The Departed, <laughs>
4: <laughs> or putting
0: Shipping Up to Boston into Shrek.
4: Both work. Both are. Yes, both yeah. absolutely. Like, were. like, yeah. let,
0: let, let's have the Matrix fight scene with Fiona, but have it to like you know <laughs> to the Dropkick Murphys. Da-
1: da 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 that one. That,
0: that's not quite how it goes, but I yes I remember.
1: It's, it's left my brain.
0: <laughs> I lost that's my leg.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I like.
0: I see. I needed the.
1: I needed am shipping up to You're getting a weird look from Pippin.
0: I am actually.
1: Um, I, see, I remember the first
0: time I saw this, I was on my honeymoon of all places in Cuba. Mm. Oh. And uh, the only station we would get, uh, it was it was, a, it was a dreadful trip in the sense that uh, we went on this resort. And we're like, oh, we're university students, right? Let's go ahead and we'll go to Cuba in in May. What, what could be the worst to do with that? And it's like right when people stop going to Cuba. <laughs> and so they open it up to the locals to go instead. And so we go on this like uh, bus. From the airport, and they go hands up if you are going. We're meeting people, and I'm like, I'm going to try and be a little bit more. This is my sound weird. I'm a little introverted when I meet new people, mm. and so I'm like, I'm going to try and be a bit more extroverted. I'm-, I'm talking to people. Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from here. Oh, this will be great fun. I'm like, okay, I think I've met a few people. This will be fun. There'll be people to talk to by the pool, stuff like that. And then we get on there, and there's like this guy whose job it is obviously to pump everybody up. He's from the tour <laughs> company, and he's going all right. Who's going to Club Caracava? I'm not going there, but half the bus goes, woo At which point it goes, all right. And who's going to spa the flamingos, whatever it was? And the <laughs> the half of the bus goes, woo and I'm going Well that's not ours either. And they go, and who's going to Club Amigo Mayanabo? And I go, and then I'm the only one making noise. (laughs) So it was my it was it was my wife, myself, and then one guy who was in his forties called Steven and he was coming here because he was trying to like he wanted a singles vacation. And there was like nobody there, Hello. so he hung out with us and uh and I didn't mind him that much; I thought he was all right my 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 ex thought he was a bit of a uh, a bit of a nuisance but i I would want someone to like let yeah, me hang out wheel. with them too yeah, yeah. It, it didn't really bug me too much and then we found some canadian nurses showed up like three days in and uh and we we're like you should you should hang out with them you should go you should go <laughs> with them but in our room we got like no english language television except for we got asha and so asha was hbo yeah uh and as long as you could put up with spanish subtitles in the bottom of your screen you were good so totally we're supposed to be going to like, we had tickets to like the, the show that they had on the resort, but we started watching the departed and we got to like, it was time to leave. And I'm like, I'm watching the movie. This is great. I got, I got, I got to find out how this ends. Oh, dude. So yeah, that was my first memory of, uh, <laughs> on this resort with very few other people in it. And, um, you know, watching Leo and Matt Damon and, uh, in
4: the, in the, in the Cuban breeze. <laughs> how did that, how did that, uh, how did that uh movie impact your honeymoon were you were you out of it? Were you still feeling romantic at that point <laughs> <Ian>. <laughs> after I, seeing everybody well oh well, uh, jump ahead I mean I don't want to I, jump ahead
0: I, I don't know i mean Matt, i mean M- M- Matt Damon, I mean it affected him in many ways didn't it um <laughs> yeah it's not really one of those sorts of movies, so I think we tried to go out and sort of enjoy the evening afterwards but uh yeah, it was it's, all right just, it was just like a good film. there's always so much sitting by a pool you can do, you know what I mean
4: hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I wasn't big about sitting by a pool, and she wasn't big about sitting by the ocean because the breeze was too much. And I was like, no, I like the breeze. It's a good thing.
1: Breeze by the ocean. Yeah. Oh. No, just, just me making a song throwback there.
0: So, yeah, it was all right. But no, I I, I, I got really excited. Uh, that American Gangster I saw that same trip as well and thought that was all right. And saw Basic Instinct 2, which is one of the worst movies ever made, so... <laughs> such as have you
4: seen crank two that's probably
0: i haven't seen crank one having. so no i think i'm all right there that's the jason statham <laughs> one yeah
4: correct yeah uh
0: i don't know ethan uh i don't know you were probably 12 or something when you stumbled upon this for the first time
2: yeah it was that i remember i i think i when we did the leo one i was trying to watch and you made fun of me for this and i was like older movies and this was oh, like geez. it was when i was just trying to watch films that were like predated my, my knowledge of anything and I was like oh Scorsese sure I'll watch so like last year, <laughs> yeah I, cu- I could not tell you my reaction to it the first time because I completely forgot about any of this film but oh. I, I must have liked it to have talked about or mentioned it on the Leo one I knew it was hyper violent because I heard about that
1: You don't say.
0: (laughs) I knew it was, though, because I heard someone else say they found it was too much. I knew it won Best Picture, so I kind of went in with some already conditions, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess. On that, um, yeah. uh, I don't know. Maybe it's time to sort of uh, hit sort of just some general conversations about, about the film. The film. Usually I have a button for this. Let's see if I remember which one it is today. We're in the end game. Hey, we are in the end game now. Uh, I tell you what, Hermes, you get some extra conditions now. You, for some reason, you declined the right to, to to make fun of Ethan. So you can you can still jump in with that anytime you want. But one of your duties is you have to come up with this week's random word.
4: Hmm. Random word. Yeah. Is hmm. Guinness. Guinness.
1: Clever. Ooh. I like it. Potentially a more clever tighter island in the, than anything in this film but
4: cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's go with
0: let's start here, the swear jar. There's a lot of f-bombs in this war in this film.
4: There yeah, is. Isn't it the most uh of any Oscar, uh, best picture? Oh, it must be I the believe. most of any best picture winner, it has to be. I want to say, uh,
0: Anyone have a guess of the number?
1: 2389.
2: So, what was that, Ethan? 79. Hermes, you got one?
4: uh so i I remember looking this up when I was younger, and I compared it to other movies. I want to see it was like one forty 140 something one forty four one forty seven something like that
0: so Georgia obviously cheated and saw my cheat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you will leave it lying around. Because the number is
4: 238.
0: <laughs> 238. And you said I'm the one that cheated. Well, I just called her out and said George obviously just cheated. So and I admitted
1: go. to it, unlike some people.
0: Hey, I don't cheat. I'm oh, shut number. up, you don't. <laughs> no, no, seriously, just I don't. just lies to
1: him. <laughs> does,
0: it yeah. become, does it become numb after a while while I was swearing? Oh, gotcha. Here's yeah. a question, Hermes. How, how recently have you watched this, buddy? Yesterday. Okay, great. That's what we would hope if you're coming on. To, oh, you said you'd watch it a couple of times in preparation. That's right. Oh, yes. Um, Three or four times. The yeah. question, there's I mean, not, the, not the profanity because I can kind of live with that. I think I forgot how many homophobic slurs are in this. Hmm. That was yeah. one where I went, oh, now I, 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 I've said before, I, I think in, you need to have movies where characters can can do that. I don't think at any point it's glorifying that behavior and i just don't believe, i just don't think it's to me a sanitized version of what this would have been so it feels to me that lend itself to authenticity although it's words that i would abhor to hear in real life uh mm. i think in a film version uh, i'm still though. i after, when it first
4: started i was taken aback yeah yeah uh i would i so i, I, I anticipated this this specific talking uh, point coming up, <laughs> and it's one that I've seen evolve because when it, I I don't remember it ever really being mentioned when it first came out, uh-huh. and so I've I've definitely noticed that it's become you know just as society shifts that it there is more attention. So I'm, I assume like any other film that is you know of its time that it's probably going to be looked at more and more critically. The more times you see it, the older it gets, so on and so forth. But even even seeing it now, yeah, I can. I'm aware of of you know the slurs used, and therefore I'm you know more like I pick them up easier. Which is I get I get uh, what I think you're getting at here. Yeah, but being around sailors and oh, jeez, I can only imagine. Wow, like you said, it's almost it's almost uh, it's almost you become numb to things like that. And so, seeing a Scorsese film or seeing a film that's dated from you know the early 2000s it is something i guess i would just be numb to but at the same time it's just like uh when you guys covered uh django just because (laughs) it's like not in my everyday you know vocabulary uh doesn't mean that it can't exist in the film if that makes sense so to me it didn't take me out or anything if anything it just added to the authentic uh authenticity of it you know i I, you know i I, what uh, where else or what else would Boston, Irish Boston residents in the Massachusetts State Police. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think they'd be talking you know proper shakespeare when they're, when they're getting off the rugby field you know it just oh, so good, I, I, I good game old sport
1: <laughs> i like to think that everyone speaks like that georgia i have a question
0: for you because i'm just curious i think i would, would it would hit you more than anybody else i think so i'm gonna ask you this what was more jarring the use of homophobic slurs in this or the use of racial slurs in django
1: homophobic in this uh ethan same question uh, I think
0: oh, your, your, your viewing conditions were very unique for Jango. Yeah,
2: to be fair, Jango was very different. No, yeah. with this, um, again, this is more of a personal. I just, I don't. I'm, I'm almost desensitized when it's like an older film that uses that because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised anymore. Times have changed. I'm not gonna get too hung up about it, especially because it's Boston Cops. They'll, they'll use that word, and yeah. I'm, I'm not letting my own, um identity bother that uh, yeah. to that much of an extent because yeah I've I've had worse and this is normal. I think I was more jarred
0: by Django because the slur that was used in this film was just used as a generic insult. Yeah. Rather than it was less ra- personal. rather than yeah. we found a, a gay character and we and we threw this at them, whereas Django obviously was aimed at people because of the ethnicity of the character.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Although, yeah, I mean, I this one got me. I am not
0: okaying the use of homophobic slurs. (laughs) It's okay if they're not really gay. I am not saying that.
1: I think this one got me because some of the depictions are quite so vulgar, and it's so constant, and they're just anything that, like you said, Bobby. What uh, I think while we were reviewing earlier, anything that like touches masculinity in this is like immediately you are gay. And or this some is some variation of that.
0: But this is a question that I think pops up in a lot of Scorsese things. And I'm curious to get Hermes' thoughts on this, where you get things like even Wolf of Wall Street, where you have these characters who are so immoral that you go, does the film come close to celebrating them, though, and glorifying how crazy were those days? And you celebrate the, the um, just the complete lack of norms. And so in this regard, does the, the – I don't, I don't want to use the word toxic masculinity, but these very um, archetypal male sort of institutions with its positives and its very astounding negatives, how do you make sure that you don't turn that into something that's celebratory
4: of that? You know what I'm saying? I, Anybody? I, I, yeah. I, I'd say that. Sorry, Ethan, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just agreeing. Go ahead. I, I was gonna I was gonna agree and and give the little caveat of the uh, of the I think the theme that plays out throughout the movie and that is the exact opposite of glorification. It is that crime doesn't pay. That immorality eventually comes to a fruit. You know, karma comes around. Like that is there's so many themes that Scorsese and if you see any interviews with Scorsese highlights specifically in his films about you know crime and about immorality and and so on is that yeah that it's it's the exact opposite of that. You want to show it in the most negative, true, you know, authentic light, but the most negative, you know, consequences of that, AKA in, as the title suggests, you know, death, that's, that's the ultimately what it comes down to when you lead a life of crime and, 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 you know,
3: general, <laughs> backstabbing and lying
4: and, sure, <laughs> pick your poise and pick the term, but that is a hundred percent what, you know, anybody look, I, I don't know anybody that would go into this film and look at these characters and be like, you know what? I think, same with Wolf of Wall Street, I think that's the guy I want to be like. You know, I think <laughs> it's the exact opposite. It's just like, which one is not as bad as the other ones? <laughs> and I don't know. About, is, <laughs> I don't think this is a new concept. I mean, I think the same
0: conversations were being had about Malcolm McDowell's character in A Clockwork Orange, where mm-hmm. he was so out there, but he became almost a pop culture icon. And the question was, should we be this into this character? Because this feels a little bit gone, oh, you guys. Believe, of course, I'm looking at people who haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, I
2: can't believe I'm about to do this comparison, but it's like um, there's that sh- the show Rick and Morty where people are like, oh, oh, I'm just like on. that because I'm. I know because they're like, oh, I'm just like that because I'm cynical and I blah 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 and I, I'm I'm rude and and everyone and you you go over the fact that that's sort of insulting it, and there is that thing of well. Do you have to tell people it's bad or should they realize that? But the people who already think like that will will already glorify that. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. isn't always the... Re- that it is the responsibility and it isn't the responsibility. There's only so much you can do without having to stop the film, going hey guys this is bad I'm, I'm a bit old school maybe i don't believe
0: that you should get your morals from the television or films <laughs> or things of that nature that's what schools that's what parents that's what other avenues are there for uh so martin scorsese's job is not to police the morality of the people it's just to provide an entertainment property and if you choose to see it then don't be an idiot and get the wrong message
4: absolutely absolutely Going going back, I want to backtrack on call, on Matt Damon's character because you had brought up the 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 racial slur directed at Django versus the homophobic slurs directed at just generality or the other characters. Yep. Is he is he um, is he homosexual? He, see, Matt it's it, it's
0: it's interesting because my my research for what it for what it counts suggested that Matt Damon's not homosexual, Matt Damon's just impotent, although it did establish there was a weird dynamic potentially between Jack and Matt.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But Matt, the, the determination was that Matt Damon wanted to play as impotent to counteract Jack's um, um or Frank Costello's hyper-masculine
4: Sexuality machismo. Type. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I I found the opposite to be okay. true. I think, and because uh, Matt Damon is almost the hyper-masculine character, at least per- attempting to portray himself as such. And well, yeah. there are multiple characters that point out that they're seeing through that facade. Uh, there's there's uh there's Dignam, there's Mark Wahlberg, there's the realtor who has no connection and no knowledge of him. Uh, at all. There's Jack when he, you know, multiple times when he's insinuating, especially when he's um, talking about his relationship with the therapist and over-sexualizing and over- um, describing uh, the the situation at hand. If, if that was a father figure, more often than not he wouldn't have gone, in my opinion, wouldn't have gone down that route. And then you have Matt Damon himself forcing the conversation into the homosexual slur realm almost. Almost as though it's like covering or or you know subconsciously projecting in a lot of ways well i've seen goodwill i always got and i was curious i've seen goodwill
0: hunting true. which is set in boston and matt damon and ben affleck use um um homophobic slurs a dime a dozen in that film as well uh to show what they're toughing from the street and from Southie. um it is, to add to your point there's also a the scene where alec baldwin is suggesting that you know you need to be making sure that you're uh you're having lots of sex. He goes, oh, I am. Lots of it. So much. Overdrive, overtime. And Baldwin's like, good. And he's trying too hard. Now, I always read that as him covering for his impotence. Uh, the question is, is he impotent because he's gay, or is he impotent because he's impotent? And I mean, yeah. And, and an then, interesting read. And then is this idea that he's got power, so much power on a... Uh, Systemic or institutional level, but actually lacks any real power individually, and we see that take place in the bedroom. We can even say it take place because when he shoots, um, when he shoots Costello, he's he's not the big smooth hero guy. He's almost panicking as he pulls the trigger, like he's like he's so afraid of everything that's gone on because he, he's never had to be the cop who actually
4: pulls his gun. He's been the guy who sits behind and just orders guys in. Uh, yeah, I, but I I don't know. I I don't know if I read that on the on the actual death of Costello. I think mm, I, yeah, I don't think he was necessarily hesitant on that. I think more more than anything he was scared for his making sure his cover wasn't blown. He was more scared for himself and the panic of 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 the scene, the panic of the character is 100% solely in that because what what does that ultimately mean for him? I I think he knew it was going to mean death, uh, you know. And and to the point of uh, goodwill hunting being placed in boston maybe it's maybe it's an irish thing growing up with half the family irish i would say hyper masculinity is certainly a stereotype you know be it you know make make of that what you will it is a thing that perpetuates against (laughs) certain cultural lines
0: we even saw it with leo when he gets asked if he's on his period when he's drinking a cranberry juice Mm -hmm. and he just freaks out and how does what does he do he goes he goes to violence in order to prove that uh, that I, I claim to be false. And actually, he gets the same... I mean, we talked earlier about Matt Damon and Leo maybe being two sides of the same coin. And the idea that when he's being interrogated in the scene where Jack goes completely off the rails in in the restaurant with the... Are you a rat? Uh, he starts by going, do you have a girlfriend? And starts sort of... clay And there's this sort of an insinuation about what does it mean if you don't? And, you know, how masculine are you? and And Nicholson... Uh, as frank has always sort of portrayed his ability to have money and his ability to have success with women as the signs of masculinity um to the point though where it seems like he's quite numbed by it you know he has to go to the to the opera with with with, with two women and then throw a handful of cocaine on them <laughs> because he's numb i think and so yeah. and, and so were they and so it kind of reflects his situation, I mean I mean, and then not to mention the get up he I'm just going to say the getup he wears to his theater.
4: <laughs> the, the, the display I, I think I think uh, the, the levels of, of a Scorsese film and specifically in this one I just we, we, could, we, we could dissect forever. I, I, I would say maybe they're all projecting, maybe they're all uh, insecure because of that. maybe that is exactly what. All of that, uh, all of those negative things lead to you know in society. You know if you're if you're only fixating on on one portion of a relationship, or you're only fixating on the being the most masculine you can be, or only fixating on gauging your success uh, on money and power and women. You know this is where it leads. It leads to a numb ending. It leads to death. Leads to crime. Leads to all of these things. There's a million layers you could you can put on those.
0: And I think by having almost the barometer of. Um Oh, what was her name? Vera Farminga's character, Madeline. Uh, Madeline, where where um, Leo's character is able to be vulnerable and to lay himself exposed, which is you know not a typically masculine trait, whereas Damon, because of his cover, is never able to actually lay himself bare. And we, we could totally go into um, Hermes' reading of of why that might be. Um. But that kind of gives us sort of our, our and by using the same character as it, it kind of gives us our, our notion of what winning, I guess, looks like. Uh, even though the character meets his untimely end first, um, you know, I think there's the idea that he wins because he's actually able to, unlike, unlike Damon, he's able to um, <laughs> produce another generation, something Frank couldn't do and something that obviously <laughs> Matt Damon couldn't do. It's the old Braveheart thing. A child not of your line grows in my belly. Your child will not sit long on the throne.
1: Oh, dear.
0: That's a very bad French accent.
1: (laughs) That was
4: French. Oh, you were trying to be French? French? That was. A,
1: <laughs> That's what's her it name? Like, it sounded like a
0: pirate. all, <laughs> I've been with William Wallace. He's a brave
1: heart. You've been with William Wallace? Yeah, she's been with William Wallace. Oh, she has. Yeah. Okay.
0: So let's uh, Let's talk about the body count and not that kind of body count, but like you know, how many yeah. how many characters die in this film? Do you think?
1: So many. Most that, of them. Okay, I'm
0: going to cover it so that
1: you don't get to do
0: the
4: whole thing where you ruined again.
1: They didn't ruin it. They didn't know I knew. Twenty eight.
4: Twenty eight. Are we are we counting uh, main characters or anybody who's seen in the film? Anybody who's seen in the film. Um, let's. See. I could count them if I spent some time <laughs> to think about it. I think I can count them. It's I, like I this each is each like scene. Liam when he tries to do the age game and he counts all the way back. No, I, I definitely could count. I could go scene by scene. I'm just going to go ballpark then. Fifteen.
0: Okay, Georgia?
1: Fifty six.
0: Okay, you're way high. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ethan said, "What twenty eight? Yeah, it was twenty two. Oh, yeah, twenty two. So uh, not too shabby. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's obviously rated an R film, it's or or an eighteen film over here. Uh, that's going to limit the box office potential of a film like this. And I'm curious, you know, uh, Hermes, you said that you sort of encountered yours through old school Netflix. I encountered mine through HBO." You know, I actually don't know many people who actually saw this in the cinema. It's one of those ones that kind of grew, I think had a second life on on DVD and and, and the after effects thereof. Um 90 million dollar budget, half of which was actor salaries.
2: <sighs>
1: How much does it make? 270. 240.
4: Um. Yeah. I don't know though. I agree. I don't think it was a big hit. One one seventy. Actually, uh, who did who said two seventy? Me. Two ninety one.
2: Mm. Whoa. Really?
0: They tend to pop it back out when it comes to me as nominated for Best Picture, don't they? Oh mm. yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah, I mean that's sense. that's the only reason why anybody's the good thing about going to see Belfast. So which I am thinking about who, going to see Belfast, but yeah.
4: Who's going to see Belfast? Belfast.
0: I'm hoping to go see it because uh it's up for all those I'd Oscars like,
2: Yeah, I'd like to yeah. I'd like to have not have just seen like two or three of the it's two. on
0: Apple TV for like 14 pounds I might actually just rent oh. it and have peeps nice. have around because that's cheaper than going out to the cinema yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially because you have to go to where we are you have to go to a little art uh, sort of sc- cinema called The Corn Exchange which has like a little cinema in it now, but it's a, like um, oh, yeah. a, it's, it's like eight quid a pop. So if if two people, let alone three people, can come in and just eat a chip of fiver and then, you, you know, Belfast oh, it up.
2: Oh, God, that's nothing. Cambridge is how cinema is. It's like 16 quid just to see a film
1: though. It's my it? It's
2: killing me.
4: <laughs> is it worth it, though, Ian? Is it worth it? At, like, is it the nice... Comfortable seats and all the the corn exchange is a beautiful exactly. the corn exchange is a beautiful venue.
0: So if you believe in the kind of artistry of like it's probably a, it's a far nicer venue than our local cinema. In, well, actually, they've given it a facelift, but it's still not that. I mean, the corn exchange is is, is a historic building.
1: Yeah, it was a corn exchange. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, lovely, a beautiful, lovely
0: building. beautiful building. Um, so it depends. It's, it's that old adage of how do you like to watch your movies? And although I've got you know by British standards, a ridiculously big TV. Um, it's kind of going, there is something about lights off, everybody face the same direction, nobody's on their phones, and just kind of giving yourself no no sarcastic comments to the side or getting up to get food or pause the movie so I can use the Louvre or something about I'm just present for the next two hours. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. You can really see a movie.
0: In my opinion, I agree. That way, the movies that I've been most affected by, more often than not, well, I have reason. But there's something about walking out of a cinema where they nail it, and it's just a different
2: feeling to almost anything else. It's the audience atmosphere as well. Like yeah. everyone has that same investment and in journey. I wonder if you're talking about things like an Endgame,
0: where someone catches a hammer, everyone goes,
2: "Yay!" Oh no, no, I was talking about when I saw um, when I saw like Midsummer or Us, and the entire time mm. everyone just wants to go home. Because they're so horrified. I
0: had an experience once where I went and saw Hail Caesar with some friends. And I love the, in hindsight now, I love the Cohen brothers. I do. I love yeah. Fargo. I love Burn After Reading. I love No Country for Old Men. But I went and saw Hail Caesar and sat there and thought, what is this absolute pile of crap? And walked outside with someone and I went, wow. And they went, yeah. And they paused and went, I loved it and I'm like you've got I was like I, you could not have convinced me the person next to me who saw the exact same film I did was going to come out with that review I'm like have we just watched the same film what is going who is on with that guy. I was that guy, Ian.
4: I enjoy Hail Caesar.
0: You enjoy Hail <laughs> H- <Hey>! Caesar? Hail <laughs> hey, Caesar I sucks. have the poster. I have an Shut actual up.
4: movie really? poster from a theater that I then took from the theater and have on my wall. Does story not matter to you? What's the deal here? <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it, it's, it's a wonderful, it's exact example of Cohen brother. Do you like Stuck on, stuck on You? Haven't seen Matt that. Matt Damon and Greg ha- Kinnear? Hate the lady killers. How about that? Eh, Ready I mean, for I this? That one.
0: Hate the big Lebowski.
4: Okay, that's it. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice having Hermes on this week's show. <laughs> Cancel my BFFs. I'm done. I'm Done with this BFFs. <laughs> BFF doesn't like Big Lebowski. That's I don't. A, you know, I don't. Just I, like uh, I'm
0: open to the conversation. I haven't seen it since I, I, I haven't seen it since I was 18. So I'm open to sort of giving another watch when when the time comes. But
4: uh, yeah, I don't. I remember really disliking it just like just like the depart you know how everybody has I don't know do you guys have those movies that you show maybe a new friend or a new person for the first time to see if they're cool or not prestige you know De- <laughs> prestige <laughs> departed was well that's more of a I don't know prestige I get enjoyment out of seeing somebody's face for the first yeah. time but departed or like American psycho or Vin- ah, American psycho. there's there's like there's like five films that when I was when I was uh, dating was I would just go through the list and see. That was kind of my first checklist to go through. Wow. Some, you So, know, wh- uh, you know, whether or not this woman was going to be a long-term relationship oh. or uh, it's going to end at Big Lebowski relationship. Oh, wait, because wait, if she... <laughs>
0: But we have different methods. I do, but mine are like Princess Bride, <laughs> and, and like mine are these
4: charming little, 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 little comedy. Well, those are reflective of you. Those are reflective of you. That's, I guess so. That's I guess no so. Yeah. It's at all. It's just <laughs> so, yeah. if they want to know what I'm into, they're going to have to watch these like five movies. And if they have a negative reaction, okay, look, the relationship's probably going to have a negative reaction. We'll, we'll 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 end it there. George, what would yours be? The Muppets.
1: I the Muppets movie, the first one. Uh, and christmas carol um yeah probably like something like the princess bride as well and uh little with sunshine
4: Little well, Sunshine, yeah yeah it's good yeah. i was going to make a bad joke georgia but i won't do it go for it, <laughs> it
1: just, i'm 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 used to it
4: it it was going to be it was going to be a reference to a very an earlier episode when when uh i think a one or a zero was given out so, oh, train spotted oh
1: yeah. that was going
4: Ooh. but i i wasn't i i know you, you,
1: you like absolutely it. could have done i i <laughs> to any test that film to
0: any future dates george's got lined it up uh, a breakup movie maybe
1: <laughs> like what do you mean you don't like the you don't like train spotting i was like i we don't ha- like dead babies we have to
0: watch train spotting it has to happen <laughs>
1: I just mean, It just depends what you want out of your film. And I just don't want dead babies and disappointments.
4: <laughs> uh, go ahead. Was this one as hard? Was this one as heavy then for you? Uh, no dead babies. Obviously.
1: No dead babies and no drugs. So, well, there's cocaine, but you don't really see the effects of it. uh No, I, I'm not drugs. gonna. I'm not gonna lie, Hermes. I I don't like this film.
4: <laughs> okay, okay. I, I didn't expect you to. So at least you're living up to Georgia. So I, there we go. I'm, glad.
1: <laughs> I'm never a disappointment. Never a Just surprise. Be honest. That's all. Yeah.
4: Be honest. That's all we yeah.
2: Ethan, let's be honest. Yours is Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah, I made my girlfriend watch all of the Star Wars movies for my twenty first birthday and oh that was a slog uh to see where the relationship was. Also like Thinky (laughs) movies. I um like there's this one called Swiss Army Man that I really like for like deep methodical Mm. stuff. And um there's another one that I'm completely blanking on that I'm looking at. Uh what was it? I think it was Birdman. Yeah, let's say it's Birdman. I can't see my oh, my films lo- right now. I love Birdman. Yeah.
0: I get I get where you're at. If someone like watches, a, th- a thinky film, if someone watches Birdman, they're like, I don't get it, but they don't like, and, and they're not gonna like like unpack it and go, well, what could it be? Yeah, it's probably a thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm over like there. T- I'm over there. Kind of
4: like Tenant
0: Ian. <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
4: Oh, out of out of own game. You, know, you, you know,
0: you know what I love about him, uh, about Hermes and all his like, <laughs> all his like burns right now is they're all deep cuts. So it shows he's listening to the catalog.
4: <laughs> oh, every, I, almost everything. I, oh, God I, bless I, you. Be, I didn't. I'm not BFF for nothing. That's guys. right. Hey, 100%. I, I, every, absolutely, every single one. Draw, reme- even if I've but, never seen it. or don't want to but watch it. But remembering it. Tenet. Yeah, I like Tenet. Um, I don't know. I'm in a place
0: with Nolan right now where I, mean, I haven't seen Dunkirk. But I'm going to play – or Interstellar, uh, which which I do want. That's one that's really on my list if i got to make some time for that one because um, I don't know it, but I don't want to have it ruined for me still. It's been a long time. I'm surprised it hasn't been ruined for me yet. Mm. Um, I really like Nolan as a filmmaker, and I really like his brother as a screenwriter, And typically because they collaborate so often. I'm generally left in a sense of wonder. But I do wonder if he's just getting a little too clever for his own good. It's like we don't, don't, know, I, don't, we don't all have your flow chart available to us as we watch your movie. I,
4: I don't think that's his... Uh, I, I think we're just going to agree to disagree on this one. Because right. I, 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 I don't think that's necessarily... I think he often does the studio film and then he does his film. and Then he does the studio film yeah. and then he does his film. And it seems that the, his popularity by and large is because of the studio films and therefore now his name is known and now people recognize Nolan work and what you know Inception Batman etc and I think just by and large See, that as... is how he works See, they don't like I don't like Inception it.
0: either I thought Inception was, was trying to be too clever for its own good if I had to watch one more shot of that van falling backwards into the river I was going to
4: throw something at the screen that's why it's, it's more of a studio you can tell yeah when he goes studio side of things versus like I like prestige I which Tenet, feels
0: like it was a passion project memento exactly. memento's great, memento amazing uh, I do love Vanolan Batman trilogy, maybe not so much Batman begins, but whatever um, yeah, mean, Rises
4: G- was the worst one I think oh, see, I see that the
0: opening sequence is worth it for me, so. No. Uh, we have to find one of us in the Exactly. I like i doing the whole Hogan impression. We have to find one of us. I
1: like to be able to understand what the people are saying. So. Well, there we go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go,
3: George.
1: That's why I didn't like any of the Nolan Batman's because you can't understand him when he's Batman either.
0: <laughs> um. Let's talk about the awards this thing wins because it wins five. Uh, sorry, it wins four. It's nominated for five. I want to know from Ethan and George if they can try and guess what we talk about. Best Picture, but can you guess any of those?
1: I hope to dear God it's not screenplay.
2: Best adapted screenplay. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, I don't know, am I classing Nicholson as um, is best actor or supporting?
0: Well, I'm not going to make you choose because there's no it's neither of those.
2: Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> right. Jack just plays Jack for the most part. Come on. It was Just just do what you want, Jack. All right. He <laughs> you just get an Oscar for his improv and uh, addition to scenes?
1: No, because that is not a good thing. <laughs>
2: it it also
0: wins for uh editing it wins for directing but there is one nomination it doesn't win but there's one more nomination it is for an acting award
1: no no, okay
0: i'm guessing it's leo it's not leo it's mark walbert oh
2: wow really who
0: who i think is good in this i really do is the actor or supporting Oh, supporting. There's no way he'd be best actor. A possible reason why Leo doesn't receive an Oscar is because Warner Brothers didn't want to favor DiCaprio over his co-stars and place him in the leading actor category. That's a mistake. The studio (laughs) favored DiCaprio's performance in Blood Diamond, which if you've not seen Blood Diamond, he is really good in that. I really do like Blood Diamond as a slow burn. Uh, which eventually got him a nomination. He refused to campaign against his male co-stars, and that is uh, why he did not receive a nomination. Martin Scorsese said he was surprised the film won Best Picture because the film was such a tough, nasty, and violent film. He never thought there was a chance of it winning any awards while he was filming it. Um, and when he won the award from the Directors Guild of America, he said this is the first movie I've ever made that has a plot. It does. And it was the Georgia. It was the first Best Picture winner that wasn't released on VHS.
1: I tell you what. no, wow. It has a plot, and for the first two thirds of the film, and then they go, "Shit, we've written ourselves into a corner. Let's just kill everyone."
2: No, no it was about to say plot, you lethal weapon.
1: I didn't like that one either. No.
2: <laughs> just Dignam goes. What
0: do you say, Sullivan? You fancy a shot at the title? <laughs> They just have like a fight outside. But
1: well, that like last like 10 minutes, it was like, bang, bang, you're dead. Now you're dead. New person, no, hang on, you worked for him. No, because we are stunned. Dead. No,
0: because that works, especially, remember the first time you watch it and you don't, like it feels like it's got all the setups of a traditional, finally the good guy is going to take the bad guy in. He's begging, just kill me, just kill me. No, I'm going to do the right thing. And the elevator's door open and he gets killed. And I was like, what?
1: Love that one. Yeah.
0: And then. Yeah.
1: And then three other people get killed no. and it just and, takes and, you, and you out of this. No. Like, oh, Everyone's dead, no, just Frank. the
0: opposite. I'm going. Oh, wait, what? And then you're like, and, and 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 this guy, he's in on it too. And and and, and you know, uh, Frank had more than one dirty cop. And you're like, whoa. And then Damon shoots him. You're
1: like, what is going on? No, because like the, the one important one that is the good guy, the one who's been like we've been rooting for the whole time, he's dead. That's a shock. End the film. No, there. because he makes
0: you. They make you think he's going to get away with it too, because you forget about Dingham, and then you get to that shot. He walks in with his bread, and you're like, yeah, he lost his girlfriend. You're like, okay, this is going to be his punishment he has to live in the beautiful penthouse by himself <laughs> and then he opens the door and you get that eyeline match to the shoes and then you pan up and you're like oh, dingham and he doesn't and dingham who spent the whole movie yelling and shouting and threatening doesn't say a word and shoots Great. Him.
2: i love how how like there's no real plot armor for any character in this film like i'd say barding them but like he disappears for like a third of this film so i can't even like no one feels safe and i appreciate oh, that every exactly. death isn't like dramatic or that they, they don't spend like two minutes being like oh i'm dying till like it's just that sudden happens and then we move on and i love that here's a game who deserve better
0: name one only one who deserve better leo Leo, okay.
1: Obviously, is is that is there another option?
0: I do have one. M- Martin Sheen. What? Martin yeah, Sheen. I was gonna say Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah. he was. He was like a well, dad to him.
1: Why did he go on yeah. top of a building? That's his own fault.
0: I thought the bit where he's at his house and he's like, "Look at my son. He's at the University of." I'm like, "You are a jerk. This guy here has been like, you have got like a father son
4: relationship, and you're just leaving this guy out to like, yeah, I, I got issues with Sheen's character in this. See, no, I I, dev- I read it completely different. I think it was more of he was actually the father figure. He was so proud of his son and he's so proud of of you know all of the accomplishments, all the achievements that his son is doing, right? And it's because of the work he's doing that he believes he's doing that is good. AK Martin Sheen's character. And him seeing Leo as his as his uh, as his equal almost, but not being able to prevent his fatherly like nature from coming out. Like, nah, no, come in, get you some supper. No, oh, I think I he's really need so you to help tone deaf. No, I maybe, but maybe he's you know an older white guy who doesn't realize he's how he's coming off. Tithering but old man. What did what what did, what did what did Leo have as father figures? You know, growing up, he had gangsters yeah. and he had you know. A well, his dad was a good Masculine. They, they said he turned out to choose to be a good man as as a uh, nicholson's end, but he had no problem so you you know there's this insinuation that he was a violent guy that he could be violent when he needed to yep. same as as leo you know uh obviously displays that he's almost just a closeted psycho the whole time he's just reserved the entire time until he breaks and snaps how up. many
0: times does sheen sit there and just let Wahlberg? Mentally abuse Leo. <laughs> so many times. This he's just like he, means, a building. he just goes. Sergeant Dignam has his own way. I'm like, no, no, this is abuse. That's <laughs> what this well, is. That's, that how is his way. No.
4: Yeah. How else would he know though that that would have been a good candidate if he's? Oh not, no, I mean like not I mean like a year later when they're underneath
0: the bridge and Dignam's like, how about I erase your file? Like, whoa. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's probably a little bit far.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've just been (laughs) in. Yeah,
4: yeah. Hashtag,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) I've been in. You're right, you're right. Here's mine. Here's
0: mine. Because there's one guy I think we're forgetting who I felt did brilliantly in a really small role and deserved better.
1: Oh, the old dude at the golf place. No, Anthony Anderson. Oh yeah.
4: Oh yeah. Anthony Anderson deserved better. However, however, I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm gonna disagree that he deserved better because he knew the entire time. So he was just as much of a rat know. as anybody. Yeah. He went to the academy. He knew and he saw him on the monitors. He knew exactly who he was. That when he came back, he even told that to uh Yeah, I know who he to, is. He uh, what do you mean? he knew the whole time, he didn't know anything the whole time.
0: As far as he knows, <laughs> Costigan was just thrown out. I
4: Read that. that no, only think, those I two.
0: Only no, only no. They make quite clear. Only Dinglem and and Queenum know.
1: Perhaps the lady and
0: perhaps <laughs> the psychiatrist. <laughs> We're not sure about that
4: because she's an also, amalgamation of two characters.
1: What's in that envelope? No one. No knows. one knows.
4: I I have to mute my mic and take one call. One second. Yeah, you're fine. I
0: think it's quite clear. that Hermes is uh, phoning someone to say, "Can you watch that scene? Because I need to find out if." Uh, <laughs> right again, because uh, – no, my, my, my belief is that Anthony Anderson – because remember, Anderson's the guy who goes. I'm going to make this up again in a second when, he's, when he joins us. But okay. Anthony oh, – yeah. oh, Okay, great. Anthony Anderson, remember, is the one that when, um, when Damon goes in and turns the camera off in the interview room, he's the one who goes, hey, you, you, you can't do that. He is a clean cop. We are told every step of the way this guy is clean. He is a good cop. That's why he doesn't shoot him. That's why he doesn't take him down. You know who I am.
4: Exactly. Yeah. So okay. So I missed... As, as, I as in to, you. To re- as, in, my
0: as in you. As in you. You remember me?
1: I think that that you know who I am can be taken as you know that I am I am undercover or you know no, you remember who no. I was from before.
0: No. You know who I, I, I am. Allowed to be two different. He's regions. just going. You know, I'm not some random who's got a gun to his guy's head. You know, I was a cop. I
4: phoned you. I asked you for Dingham.
1: He He's saying cop, all the though, right things. He? You got kicked and,
4: out, and and I think, and I I also read that not not just Leo saying that, but also Anderson's uh um uh, his response to Matt Damon, his his um suspiciousness of Matt Damon in the movie. I I think he was as well, I think he was privy to it, maybe not in the same fashion to the extent, obviously of Dignam and and um, and uh, queenin but. I, I, I don't think he was a dumb character. I think he knew. I think he caught it. I, I think he had a good memory. He saw that he was in the Academy. He saw that he was now in Costello's crew. He he knew that there was a rat. The, yeah. So yeah, you, he, you he put two and two together. I, I, think he, I think he was smarter than you're giving him credit for. It. Oh, I do not think so at all. If because... he was smart, he'd have got in
1: the other lift. I'm just just saying. Uh,
4: <sighs> he was also good, though. He was, I mean. He's, he's a, a good fault, cop. Yeah. Which is what killed him. Yeah. That was what ultimately would kill them. But I I would say just like uh if you uh, there's an interview with Scorsese where it's it's basically nobody's hands are clean in 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 all of the characters and you you have the uh, the marking of each death in each scene of all of the characters that will end up dying as well and he has a mark pretty much the entire movie and it really I, believe- I
0: meant to look for the X's and didn't when I well mainly because I was typing notes
4: and trying to eat a <laughs> kebab. Found- I want to say that uh, he, he had knowledge, and because of that knowledge, he was almost culpable. If, if you're looking at the—I grew up Catholic. If you're looking at it through the Catholic lens that, that, uh, that Scorsese often frames a lot of his stories and a lot of his direction, he's just as culpable. He had the information. He decided to stay quiet with it, and therefore, that's guilty. Let's unpack this Let's unpack one. Who's sto- whose story is this? Crime. Oh, you—it's you you the—it's it's crime. crime story. Boston. the right, Boston <laughs> story. <laughs> Southie.
0: Yes. Um, is it Damon's or is it Leo's or is it? Can you separate it? I want to say Damon because it ends with Damon. It starts with Damon and ends with Damon. I, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah, I'll give you that. He's really Leo's more of a counterpoint to Damon, but Damon is the main. Da, da, yeah. he, Leo might be one A, okay, but done. Damon's
4: one. It starts with him, yeah. It starts and ends with him. Yeah.
1: Um, it ends with a CJ I rattle. <laughs> And the church. The,
0: the, the fascination with the church might have been a bit underdeveloped.
1: We get that yeah, voiceover about
0: scenes. in the beginning, all we have, but why was the church and the view of the church so important to Damon? And that might have been a little bit more, more, you know, um, um, progression there.
2: We get like a couple, We get like one scene when he's a kid. I'm assuming inside that church, but that's that's inside about a church. It. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be implied, but they never they never go far enough to explicitly say all oh, that. But the that's church. clearly
4: the selling point of his apartment. Yeah. Is, is 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 the view. I thought that was the courthouse. That wasn't the church in his in his view. That was the courthouse, the golden courthouse. Was that the, Was that a courthouse? I'm oh, sure it was I a assumed church. it was like a church. I'm pretty sure that's the courthouse. If I'm if I'm
0: you want to you want to you want to check that one out buddy yeah i'll push the button on myself if i
4: have to that's all right but Um, uh, nonetheless though it i think uh i i i do think the theme was intentionally both church and the courthouse were played you know i think it was effectively played because it was it was a background character wasn't like a main focus for that reason is that it wasn't a main focus in any of their lives again crime was and lying was and you know gaining the gaining up uh the ladder and and grabbing status and pe- that was all the, yeah. the main focus so the church is a part of their community because the opening not one that they care about the or opening or a second line
0: after i don't want to be a product of my environment on my environment be a product mm-hmm. to me great line is um in the beginning we had the church and that meant we had each other
4: exactly yeah, yeah. so and now we don't have each other we're eating each other we're rat. you know yeah. rats rats rattling, sinking ships uh so um should we talk about the
0: role of women georgia no <laughs> no <laughs> it's not worth it i really thought actually i i really think the character of um marjorie or whatever her name is
1: <laughs> Roll of women everyone Madeline. sure
0: is no i i, I think it's ridiculously she, underwhelming she's just a comparison point for, for the two boys yeah like 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 leo goes in and just completely out analyzes her within five seconds Mm-hmm. Not only that She is an awful therapist oh, She's an, an awful, an awful ther- human being <laughs> She's an awful therapist Almost <laughs>
1: as bad as the one That's like shouting about Some of the suicidal tendencies In the open office
2: <laughs> Yes that's that's yeah, Lethal weapon yeah <laughs> We were awesome. wrong Hermes was right It is the Shut up Is it really There's a
3: mistake Think I'm
2: right Catch you
4: back again
0: well, we, we we do try to offer the full experience when you come on as a BFF of the BFE, and that's
4: clearly part of it. There, I got Ian once, and we got the buttons. All right, well earned, well earned. <laughs> wow, I've seen that so many times. I, 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 that's that's really that's really amazing.
0: That's kind of I, for instance, I just found out Hermes the other day. I've been singing the song, you know, "The Rain's Down in Africa." I've been know. singing that song wrong for like thirty years. Because apparently it's, what? I bless the rains
1: down in Africa. Yeah.
0: I've been saying, I miss the rains down oh, in no, Africa. no, which, really? Which, no, which makes sense because I'm no longer in Africa. I miss those rains.
1: Oh, but you, you're blessing it because the- Why Africa do I bless is... them?
0: How do I have blessing power? Okay. You're like,
1: It's like hoping that there will be, it's like wishing for rain for Africa.
4: Then why don't you say wishing? Why are you going to? Yeah, say, I, I'm with the I didn't, well, even know, I didn't even <laughs> I know. that was the rain. lyric. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. it was.
0: I miss the rains because I'm like, I've been to Africa. I miss those
4: rains. What a beautiful place it is. You guys could, I could pull up the song now, and I could hear it say "wish for the rains," and I would just believe that it was. <laughs> that you guys are just pulling my leg this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea.
0: So, yeah. uh, so this is the, the the visual version of my of my missing rain. In Africa. I
2: think because I always visualize that Sort of golden gradient with like The church and and holiness Yeah I wouldn't even I, mean, would, have, I well, would have even thought
4: State building I, I mean I maybe it Maybe it uh, previously was What kind uh, of in the same style that's really was. Interesting with his role then as someone
0: Who's clearly uh Subordinating um Justice and and you know Just completely get in the way of it taking place for him to have this fascination with it. Weird, weird.
2: Poetic, I guess. Ironic, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I'd say it's the duality that uh, most of the characters are playing because it's the same question as uh, for Leo: is he is he actually an arm of justice, or is he you know is or is he just another thug that thinks and wants to lie to himself, saying that he's an arm of justice, you know?
0: It's interesting when he wants to take down the one guy, uh, earlier in the movie, and he goes, I know this guy. These processors are going here, and they go, Look, we're not here to get that arrest. We're here to bust Costello. And the idea about what it means to be a cop isn't necessarily get the bad guys. It means get the bad guy politically for, for who, who we're here for. Uh, on that note, favorite character, Georgia, uh, I don't, you can't vote for all three of Leo, Matt, and Wahlberg as one face.
1: <laughs> well, I wouldn't because I don't like any of them in it. Um, I am going for. Um, old dude on the go- golf court. Who's he? The one who's... Alec
0: Baldwin. Alec Baldwin?
1: Yeah. Oh, really? I like him. Okay. Yeah.
4: He's good in this. He's good in this. Yeah. He's the only com- comedic relief, I'd say. Yeah, he is. Really. Probably, Probably one. I like
1: one. him.
0: We saw in our research that uh, Dennis Leary was on the short list to play that role, and I really would have liked to have seen that. Oh, no, wait, no, Dennis Lear is in the short list for, uh, for Mark Wahlberg's part, my bad. Mel Gibson was the short Mel Gibson was the shortlist, for, was the it, shortlist yes. for that one, that's right. Oh, Do you want to get... Oh,
2: He <laughs> can do some of that Three Stooges from Lethal Weapon again. Uh, Ethan, favorite category? I really, really like uh, Jack Nicholson in this because he's such a bastard. In his first couple lines, I go, uh-huh. oh, I'm going to hate you for this film, and he does it so well, even though his... Uh, his suggestions might have been a bit shit, his performance is fantastic. I wanted though give an honorable mention to Mr. French because he's great What do you do you,
0: you Liam was banned from doing honorable mentions last week because he's just's he <laughs> just got everybody's
4: toes there uh hermes uh that's a tough one too i i'm gonna I'm going have to go with uh Queenan. I really enjoyed Queenan. really yeah martin, uh, martin, martin
0: Sheen. Martin, martin Sheen. yeah martin Sheen ethan. Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, not almost Michael said Sheen. Scorsese. Yeah, I almost said <laughs> on our most recent <laughs> Doctor yeah. Who thing, Ethan mistook Ma- Michael Sheen and Martin Sheen, and he went, "No, no, not it's Martin it. Sheen, Martin Sheen." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we'll "I see. know you think you're saying different things. You're really
4: not." We'll <laughs> see, That's the sort of thing I, I would,
1: would
4: do. Uh, yeah, I, I, almost said Scorsese, and I know it's not Scorsese, but yeah, Martin and Martin, I, I get it. It's a tongue twister.
0: <laughs> Am I alone? I'm gonna go with Leo. He's good. He's great. Leo's I was always good though. You know, it's that it's bit like, with, I mean, if he, if he, if he just, if he just doesn't pick up the envelope and run out of the room, he probably lives. And there's just so many times you're like, he's so close and you think he's maybe going to get, it. that's like, that's the tragedy is the, the minute he gets down for that job. You know, they said, you're not going to be a police officer in five years. They're not wrong. He's dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. it's tragic. And then uh, honorable to, to, to Mr. Marky Mark, feel it, feel it. Big fan of uh, his performance in this film. A uh, favorite moment, favorite element. Georgia, favorite moment, favorite element. Um, come back to me. Come back to you, Ethan. I <laughs>
2: uh, I think it's just the mortality of everyone. There are a lot of films like this where um, the the way that death is handled is it's like oh everyone dies but this person, but it every act. Action feels justified in death. Like it's nothing like, oh, this is a big dramatic thing. It's so sudden and so realistic that it it's more effective than spending two minutes to grieve and be sad that they've just
4: been shot. Yeah. yeah. Hermes. Uh favorite element or moment. Yeah, I would favorite moment is is the uh dignum in in the in the apartment when he opens the door <laughs> yeah it's, it's a great moment Got it, it's got it but it, there's so many to choose from it's hard to, it, it really is favorite favorite element's got to be that uh I, I agree with ian on that it's got to be that con- that just very direct realistic point of no this is this is about crime and this is what happens with crime you, you die and that's <laughs> yeah. that's all there is to it period no exclamation point just period that's it it um i guess who am mine frank costello
0: is an informant hmm. uh from a story perspective i kind of went what now i think it's kind of sloppily delivered here it's so sloppy so i'm gonna go more for the showdown between damon and jack so i'm gonna combine the fact he's an informant with the fact i did not expect jack to die
3: not, not at like that, that, that point well. in the movie
0: this is very coen brothers where i'm like this guy shouldn't die yet he's supposed to die later and later you find out he's not really the big bad of the movie after all um, so I thought that was quite uh interesting as far as moments my favorite element um it's it's just it's a bit of a boys film I think but it's very gritty and I do like the violence mixed with the drop uh kick murphy's <laughs> dropped in with um Yeah, I mean, you can look at this and you can argue with me it's toxic masculinity, or you can argue it's just archetypal masculinity and it's fantastic. And I'm kind of going to (laughs) go, I think it's that. Um, Yeah, I mean, the Oscars can be, you know, often get these things about great films about feelings. I just love that this year it was about, just about shooting everybody in the head. (laughs) Such is, which is funny because when uh, Damon's in his um, training montage, At the start of the thing, they're explaining how like a bullet wound to the head and how it impacts the skull. And like almost every character in this movie dies due to a bullet through the head. I think it's great. I
1: couldn't think of anything else.
0: I think it's great. Uh, Or, you know, oh, I don't know. If I was doing most shocking, let's do this one, most shocking death. I'll start, Queenan.
1: Yeah, because he's the only one that doesn't get shot in the head. I did not expect
0: Queenan to be, out of all the things, thrown thrown over the building was not one of them
4: and when the blood hits leo yeah i had the oh. same feeling as as that leo has on on in that specific scene of yeah. just utter shock and amazing you know and i was yeah that that definitely but i'd still go with leo though i didn't see leo go leo, actually me. leo when the doors open me. that
0: whole sequence
4: is really amazing he layers it he layers it so well with all with every character with every because scene you you. Th- because emotionally you need a
0: come down from the first guy died. And then when they keep shooting yeah. them, you're like, I can't keep up. I, how am I supposed to
2: feel? <laughs> I'm so confused. What has happened? Right. It's so, it's so well-constructed. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm like, Oh, we're getting there. We're nearly at the end. The bad, the bad guys are going to yep. go to jail and suffer. Yep. And then, Oh no, no, this, we're gonna have this, some this r- isn't right. this is not right. We're
0: going to have some rolling stones as, as, yeah. uh, as, as, as and Leo look out over, over the Boston Harbor. There we are. It's yeah,
4: just a, a shadow way.
0: It's just a shadow way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's
4: Gr- it is perfect.
0: Georgia, let's go. I'll give you the time. Oh, did you have a favorite moment by the
1: way? I quite like the music. There we go. Grumble. <laughs> uh, all the things they set up and then don't pay off. Like what? Like the envelope. Like
0: The, the... envelope is a big one. Yeah. I don't think she goes back to it.
1: About, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just a bit. And
4: I'm... the fact that she doesn't turn him in. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean the envelope? The envelope that he gave to the,
1: Madeline. Yeah, the one that Leo gives to her. And, and she
4: like, writes, "Don't open it." Costigan or whatever yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's uh, it, it does conclude that uh, Dignum is who receives that. That's how Dignum knew that Matt Damon was the rat because he has the tapes of of Oh, uh, does he have it uh, in his? How do we know that? Does he have it in his hand? No, but that is isn't that not what he says? If something happens to me, then you open it. When something happens to him, how else would Dignam have known?
1: Because Dignam's been watching Oh, right. She's been to his funeral.
4: No, you're right. She's been to his funeral. She was I just don't funeral, get But it. how else would Dignam?
1: <laughs> I don't like this Like uh, Dignam
4: wouldn't have the information as to who the rat on the inside of the police department was. It, it, you're you right. Know, you're I mean, right. He didn't no. know that it was two or anything. 100% right.
3: There's stay, Think <laughs>
4: It's two? Is. I've seen it a lot. Well, Good. It's okay. It wasn't
1: obvious enough. I don't like that. There's all shooting. I don't like that everyone's <laughs> like bang bang, you're dead. Crime. Woo! I just. Uh, well, so it's, want, a, wait, it's a boys' film. Do you want I don't to be like, like it.
0: Batman, where it was like bang bang, he's dead? Oh no! Wait, Michael keaton's sitting up again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least that's more I, interesting.
4: I grew oh, up in a house with, with five sisters, Georgia, and that is exactly how they always described it. With my dad and my <laughs> brothers, and I wanted to watch Braveheart departed. They're like, oh, it's a boys' night. How many All right, kids we're going to go watch were something.
0: in your family. Eight. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Five sisters. I have one sister, and that's <laughs> challenging enough at times.
4: And she listens to the pods. There we go. <laughs> they always described it, though, Georgia. I, I understand completely but I don't love it any less.
1: <laughs> That's fine. You're allowed to like your bang, bang blood. I just think it's boring.
0: Hey, it's your sister.
1: Hey, Kirsty. Okay.
0: So, um, Oh, what do I have here. Um, Oh, we were doing grumbles. You just got started
2: on yours. No one else got started. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I could
1: keep going, but I feel like it's we'll already at three hours. So, <laughs> uh,
2: there's a bit like timeline who we've, but, boot- like you said with the the like three promotions during the interview, it's a bit fleshed out, and then it's a year that's like just a little bit of a confusion that I can pick up mm. like afterwards. It was just not fleshed out for me yeah.
4: All right. um hermes uh the only one, and I've always had it since the first time I saw it was the was the remix or adaptation whatever you want to call it of comfortably numb i oh, would really? ban. <laughs> But that is the worst music I've ever heard. Is it the Stones doing it? I think it's the Stones doing "Comfortably enough. I don't know. I don't even want. I never looked it up because I, (laughs) I try to, I try to ignore that small part of otherwise perfect movie.
0: Is there anybody in there? Uh, I'm gonna go with this. Why is Queen and meeting him on top of a building when we've learned they meet under bridges, (laughs) (laughs) you know, places you can't get trapped. he's literally going we, we can't do anything they're coming up you got go on the fire escape there's, there's no there's no safety at that point so that would be my issue would be really silly locations to have your meetings with your ci um anybody's best role ever best role ever
1: i'm gonna say no but i haven't seen many films so, and i can't tell who's who anyway
0: oh i forgot what i put leo this is right up there for me for leo
2: Leo is good in this, and see, Damon. I think I've seen Damon and, and Simi- uh, Yeah, yeah, they're all good. Yeah,
1: I preferred back in Uncharted.
2: <laughs> you, you take that back. I've not <laughs> even seen it, it, but you take that back.
1: <laughs> I preferred Uncharted to this film.
2: Oh, jeez. don't see anything. You could pass. You could definitely skip it's that. Definitely, one. It,
0: I, I think I said it was a skip. It. I, I, I think I said it was a stream. It. If it eventually becomes yeah. available as, to you,
2: as a person who loves the Uncharted games, I'm scared of this film. No, no, the it's, first it's, it's, one I played on PS3. It's, it's alright
0: as far as a movie goes it's but fun. I, I think if you're a fan of it Actually I think of uh, the video game I think it may actually I think it's better for casuals Than probably people who are familiar with the gaming franchise Because yeah, all you can do is get me. ticked
2: off Yeah <laughs> I, 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 I mean really I was ticked good. off for the casting choice already Where's his mustache? Yeah
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I think Ethan I think it's, it's, it's that time
2: I never want to my age What's my age again? What's my
0: age again? All right, thanks Moonlight Social for our age game diddy. Ethan, what do we got? Well, we start with
2: Leo DiCaprio. Oh.
0: 26.
2: 29. Hermes?
4: 31.
2: Bang on the money, 31. Wow. Yes. And I, we I, got, thought
4: of, I thought of Titanic, sorry.
2: Oh, there's no, an eight. all right. Got we got uh Marky Mark without his funky bunch. Feel it, feel it. Um
1: I have no idea what you're referencing. Oh, you've done is, that like eight times. He looks like John <laughs>
2: Cena.
0: He's like shirtless in a warehouse. <laughs> oh, I wish I had the I'm oh. so confused. We, we will definitely watch it. So that's gotta be the outro music for this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like this, before he was an actor, he was like this, like, like hip-hop star, because mm-hmm. his brother was in New Kids on the Block, and then he was like, that was Donnie Wahlberg, and he was his little brother, Marky Mark Wahlberg, and he had this, like, the girls were going, he gave a good vibration, you got that sweet sensation, he was just, feel it, feel it. I wish I hadn't asked. It looks just yeah, like John no. Cena. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> but but you can't see him.
1: In all <laughs> you can
0: see Marky Mark. It's a factory and there's water everywhere, if I recall
4: correctly. Don't do it. Don't do it. Save, it. Save yourself the time. Don't
0: do it. Um, okay, so back to Marky Mark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with he's
4: 37. 38. 35. 35. Wow.
1: Hermes is cheating.
4: I promise I'm not.
2: <laughs> and then we got uh, Matt Damon. Oh,
4: uh, I'm going to guess whatever Hermes says. 36. <laughs> well, it's 2006. And when did he do Goodwill Hunting? So he's got to be a, a little older than Leo. 34. I'm actually going to go ahead and guess. And I'm going to say he's
2: 32. Oh, so 35. Wow. I again, my name uh, Between the two of you, actually. Oh. Uh, and then we have Jack
4: Nicholson. Oh. I think I know this. So i last. Is one of his last ones, too?
1: 56.
4: Oh, he, he's, yeah, he's got some more. Uh, you said he's what? Definitely 56. Him. Okay.
1: I haven't got this. I think he's lately.
4: 71. Yeah, I was going to say 70. Yes, I can't do one. 70. Just say 70.
2: You guys were close. He's 68. Okay. <clears throat> he's looking good for 68 in this. <laughs> and then finally, we have Vera Farmiga. Ugh. I don't know.
1: 28.
0: What a, I'll just storm out of the room and let her follow after me and throw pills in my hand <laughs> and then ask her out. Um, yeah. 31. 33. Oh, right between the both of you. 32. Yeah, I had a pretty crappy right. Hermes, owned this.
4: <laughs> well done. On I'm the usually age. not very good at, at the age game either. <laughs> uh, let's go for the critics. Georgia, what did our critics have to say?
1: Yes, yeah, so we have got uh ryan gilby from new statesman says uh, plausible psychological scrutiny loses out to shot after shot of brains being splattered uh, boy do you get a lot of brains for your buck it's just a shame they're all on the walls and not in the script can you tell why <laughs> i chose that one um then we have got um stanley kaufman from the new republic says is scorsese desperate this screenplay has the scent of it as if he's scraping for material to feed his basic film filmic interests Uh, Then we've got a couple of nice ones, because I was being kind to people. Um, Richard Corliss from Time Magazine says, a very entertaining, densely layered, just short of fabulous melodrama. And then finally, we have one from our good friend, Roger Ebert. Ebes. Ebes. Who says, what makes this a Scorsese film and not merely a retread is the director's use of actors, locations and energy and its buried theme. I'm fond of saying that a movie is not about what it's about. It's about how it's about it. And he gave it four out of four.
0: Of course he did. He's a clever man.
1: yeah right. I never rated him.
0: Uh, I put out the fleece just in time to give George a chance to look up any Patreon sort of votes I we thought do we were doing that. No, no, we're going to let them read it, and then we're going to, no, no, still read out what we have. Okay. okay trust me on this one um i put out the fleece and said this is a great film good film okay film or poor film and uh 53 came back with it is a great film and that's even gone down a wow. bit since the last couple of uh hours so yeah a great film i would fully agree there's no nostalgia in that and what do we have for our um for the the patreon
1: uh, so we've got from uh, Reverend Bruce. We have got this is one of my all time favourites. It takes place in a, in my favourite city. Jack Nicholson as uh, Whitey Bulger is that his name? Yeah,
0: that's the that's the guy he was based on.
1: Oh, uh, Okay, is <laughs> a diabolical villain, uh, but with an Av comic touch. Uh, Sheen Baldwin and Wahlberg are fantastic supporting players. Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon are perfect foils for each other. After a long setup, the cat and the mouse game between them heats up in the second hour to an almost fever pitch. There is reveal after reveal and death after death, until just about everyone important is dead. I found it very satisfying at the end when Mark Wahlberg kills Matt Damon and walks out the door. I liked all the actors, but Wahlberg was so over the top, he was my favourite. This film is simply mesmerising. <laughs>
0: That feels very out of tone with the movie we just watched. Yeah, yeah.
1: maybe not so much. Uh, Then we have got uh, Poet Laureate Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. I was throwing to Hermes, but I should have probably. Oh, yeah, let's do that
4: again. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> He's bowing out of that duty. That's absolutely fine. Uh, then we get, he says, Drain Smith says, It feels so strange doing this on a Friday. Scorsese is one of my favorite directors, and this one certainly doesn't disappoint. He's assembled some cast here with quite a few of his favorites making appearances. De Niro and Way Winstone play familiar roles, but Mark. De Niro? Is De Niro in this?
0: De Niro's not in this.
1: Okay. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg is off the walls hilarious DiCaprio show, really shows his acting chops it has all the Scorsese hallmarks and then some I'd probably watch this again and then he says he's going to give it and I won't reveal that just yeah. not. Nope. Uh, and then finally on here, uh, it's just Dwayne Smith actually accidentally putting his review in twice. So it's just two on there. There you go. Really? So <laughs> some, more,
0: some more padding of the uh, thing. So what we're going to do when we get to the ratings is we will reveal what the Patreon rating was, but we'll update that next week with its final ratings. We're going to give the people on the Patreon the full, because we are recording this a couple of days earlier, we'll give them a chance to put in their 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 number ratings so that they can uh, join the uh, the overall metric for this. So. Um, oh, I had my, th- my setting set up here and I completely just. Kind of went into passenger mode. Let's take a look here. A couple ones in the Fledging fandom super quick. Uh, Chris Peterson says, I did watch this many years ago uh, and I do remember thoroughly enjoying it. Not a chance to rewatch this. I can't give any fresh opinions or thoughts on it. We'll definitely get it rewatched before the pod goes out. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Josh, my next favorite movie, says, Fantastic film. I think Wahlberg gives the best performance as Dignum. I'm just curious if any of you have seen Infernal Affairs or not. I, I have not
4: seen Infernal Affairs. Nope. No. I, I, I oh, did okay. a deep dive on this when I, after the 100th, 200th time I had seen it, I had to learn everything about it. I did. And what were your thoughts on it? It is much faster and much, in my opinion, uh, it is more of the seed, which makes sense as to why it was a dad. Like this, this was basically everything good in that. Uh, bumped up to like 10. That one was, you could see where they were going, you could see what they were trying, you could see you know, why it was popular and why it ended up being good and why Scorsese says he found it inspirational. But I think that his adaptation does it times ten personally. Yeah. But of course I used that to find that. So it's the origin it's the source. So what was your yeah, what was your first
0: thing? So I saw Wolf of Wall Street before I saw Goodfellas, so I thought Goodfellas was a rip off of the rip off.
4: Because I knew it came first, but
0: I was like, that's eh, not as good. It's just I've just seen a better version of it because it was the first one yeah. I'd seen. So uh rating time. Rating time. So uh Georgia. <laughs> I'm excited. The one I'm most interested in hearing potentially. Georgia, what are you giving The Departed?
1: I'm struggling with this one because I, I, I'm i going to be hated for this, but I can't even find that much merit in a lot of the other stuff. I, I don't like the story. That is it's not for me. I don't like the shooting. I don't like the gritty. I don't like the violence. That is, that's just a personal thing. So that takes away quite a few points anyway because this is still what is your best film ever and if i don't like the story it's not going to be my favorite film ever it's not gonna be the best film either um some of the some of the camera work is good the acting is good i don't like a lot of the script i don't like the story but the music is good so it's like where do you balance it can i
0: ask you a question about the script just really quickly yeah The dialogue yeah did it feel believable
1: in some places in other places i was like Jack Nicholson, shut, shut up. Alright.
0: Well, okay, Jack Nicholson when he's on <laughs> so yeah, right, like, he, he does
1: it several times, so it's like how much do you just go, oh Jack Nicholson? I guess I'm not. just
0: doing Damon and Dignam and Leo and all those lots. Yeah.
1: Alright, go ahead. Um six. Okay. Go, I'm do going you, six. Do you
0: really feel happy with that six, or are you just saying that to avoid confrontation? Yes. Which one?
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> you really believe that? Or
0: yes, you're avoiding confrontation. Both. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh,
1: no, I. I just, I just don't like it, and I think so. It's difficult. It's not train spotting. I'm not going. I hate this film. This is the devil. But I'm going. I feel quite little from it. All right. So n- n- five.
2: Oh wait. Okay. We changed it. Five, yeah, five now,
1: yeah,
2: isn't it? Yeah, five. All right, <laughs> Ethan. Um. No, I'm the complete opposite. I really, really love this film. I. I'm someone who usually is, I'm like, Oh no, I'm not very like into that hyper-masculine stuff and blah, blah, blah. But this is one of those times where I'm like, nah, I get it. I'm totally for it. Like I really, really enjoy, uh, the storytelling. I like when there's the sort of moral behind, Oh, look what, what crime does, blah, blah, blah. There's no real good guy in this situation. And, um, Scorsese definitely has a grip over me when it comes to that storytelling, uh, even with like a couple of my issues with with like how the timeline kind of skews around, but some great performances. I actually like the dialogue and it, there is a motion in this where I'm really gripped at the edge of my seat that when when DiCaprio does get shot in the head, I feel like I've really lost. Like I feel like I've lost the battle here. Uh so I'm going nine. Jack Nicholson improvs out of ten. All right. Uh, I feel like I know where this is
0: going,
4: but Hermes. <laughs> uh, do I, before I give it, do I have to be around like an even whole number, or can it be points? You can do point five, but you can yeah, okay. it's got
0: to be half points or full
4: points.
1: Yeah, I ruined that okay. for everyone when I started. George used to do like eight point six decimals. two
4: three nine five, <laughs> and we were like, yeah, we're not we're not doing that. <laughs> Just a slight callback is all just a slight callback. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to, I it's, it's no secret. It's one of my favorite movies. It's probably top three uh, for me. And uh, I, yeah, there's only one thing I could possibly point to in the entire movie that I genuinely, I agree, Ethan. Yeah. That the timeline was, uh, is certainly something, especially after that year jump, it doesn't ever feel like it's been that long that he's undercover because of how it is set up in, in the, in the film. But other than, yeah, other than that, I can't take more than half a point away. It's got to be a 9.5 for me. Wow. My go. Um, (laughs) I'm stunned Hermes went nine and a half. Yeah, I thought we were getting 10. I have perfect films. I do have perfect films.
0: Uh, This, for me, for the longest time, was my number one film. Really? Uh, Yeah, I just recently got you served. Recently, I mean, I don't know. You age, different things happen, but I'm. I'm I'm all in on this film. This is a great film. Um, It 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 starts off with that I don't want to be a problem my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Mission statement. And you look at the duality of that, and then you look at two characters who kind of fulfill that, joined through circumstance. Although they're so important to us, they never see each other. And then it's two hours before they even get in the same room as each other. And it's an hour and 45 or an hour and 50 before they're they're on the phone with each other, and they just have silence. In a film that's so full of dialogue, the silence speaks heavy there. This is an amazing film. I'm willing to overlook Jack Nicholson's uh, box of suggestions. <laughs> I brought some props. Great. A bucket hat. No. Uh, okay. We can make a scene about that, I guess. Um I. I.
1: had a strap on and a gun. Basically. <laughs> that's what he was in his basket.
0: I am going to give this 10 CGI rats out wow. of 10. I gave no tens for the first, I don't know how many, and now I've polished off three in about the last dozen films.
4: They've all been well earned, though. Wow, to the big
0: George leagues sh- of movies. George is shaking her head at me. <laughs> what do we currently have from the Patreon?
1: Uh, it's around nine. Oh, really? Yep. Whoa.
0: Oh, we're in some. There we're we in go. some. We're in some high numbers here. I might have to lower mine just to like. <laughs> no, we don't do some, <laughs> I'm messing, something. I'm messing. Something we I'm don't messing. do at the BFE is we I'm do messing. not do strategic
4: strategic voting. Because <laughs> I, it's it's a perf. It's such it's, it's it, it is a perfect film it's outside film. of the the comfortably numb adaptation. I'm not outside. as bothered by that. Yeah. That, that, that destroys it and I think the forced love interest was a big one changing uh, the characters of, of uh, inter- uh, Infernal Affairs to one character I, aka I, the wives I, used to be two separate ones
0: yeah I absolutely hear you I just when I walk away I don't I don't think about that so I guess I'm willing to kind of overlook that or mm-hmm. go it, it's sort of collateral damage Uh, in a film that crescendos to such a subversion of my expectation and then pays off in this perfect way with Dignum being the last man standing, who I had forgotten about, avenging the death of not only uh, Queenum, but also of uh, Costigan, and just the, the silence of that moment as well.
1: I just can't believe that you've got this on the same level as Little Miss Sunshine.
0: I do. There's a mashup that needs to happen. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, do not taint Loma Sunshine She
0: comes out for her
2: dance, bang <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I does that mean that granddad Gr- is uh greening? Gr- grandpa owed some money that <laughs> you know, you
1: know, like, i'm like i'm tired it. and crying and laughing at the same time because of all this now
0: so uh, it'll be curious to see where the patreon goes with the remainder of the week and see kind of yeah. where we're at so if you're listening to this it's closed like you can't get in anymore but we're no. giving our patrons as we call this friday we're giving them saturday we're giving them sunday yeah. this week as is needed. So, uh, really this is the part where we think, before we think. Hermes should be the man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour for coming on today. Uh, we also got to thank the other patrons. That's Reverend Bruce, Julene, Dwayne Smith, Katie McRae, Ian Davies making it. So Lena Oberholzer, Chris Peterson, Randall, what is your Twitter handle? Silva and the <laughs> Yeet Meister. And if Yeet. you want to be like Hermes, if you want to come on and bring a film and, and, and share and have us push the yellow button on ourselves a couple times, you can do so. Patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. Don't listen to Ethan try and do that catchphrase on the Doctor Who episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was painful. For he you yeah. He's going,
0: we kept it simple. And I'm like, you got it wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> God,
4: um, love you, Ethan. <laughs> so a massive thank you to Hermes for joining us today. It's been an absolute delight, yeah. buddy. No, thank thank you guys. Uh, like putting up with my shenanigans, my constant trolling, my (laughs) my shit talking. It's a delight, buddy. I genuinely love what you guys do. It it is easy to support something you love, and you guys are amazing. So keep doing what you're doing. I love it. I don't even have to
0: promo anything there because that's the that's the best. (laughs) It really is. It really is. Hopefully, we got some multimedia headed your way this weekend and all that stuff. But uh, where we try and thank people. But yeah, that's uh. That's that's lovely to hear.
1: Yeah, almost certain. Hermes picking the departed was his biggest troll yet against me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Got that third layer. So much for Team (laughs) Georgia and all that stuff. Um, So next week we are celebrating our big, big birthday—two years old. Yep, whoop, whoop. Uh, we have we have we have birthday messages, and we're doing live and uncensored video for the uh, for, for the patrons if they are available. Even ju- have them join on and say in person, maybe we can unmute and do all that stuff. Yeah, it'd be nice. It would be nice, and so uh, that will be a lot of fun as we do Back to the Future Part Three, the final part. Yes. Last I heard, yes. Last I heard, yeah. There we go. So please join us next week as we turn two. Here on the BFE Ooh. with Back to the Future, part
1: three. Yeah, don't get confused. Don't
0: get confused there. <laughs> Four. Best film ever. uh, have been Ian. I've am
1: And I've been Georgia.
0: And there's a lot of pods out there. And you might ask, who the fuck do we think we are? We're the pod that does our job. You must be the other ones. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flippity flap.
4: The flippity-flop. Is it working? Yeah, it's It's working. working. It's working. There we go. How's it going, guys? Hey, welcome. Thanks a lot (laughs)
0: for uh, making time for us today.
4: Well, likewise. I appreciate (laughs) uh, getting to talk about The Departed. (laughs) Oh, we watched the wrong one.
3: (laughs) Darn it. There I go again.
0: We watched uh, Hot Shots Part 2.
1: Oh, great (laughs) film. Love
0: that. Out of all the films you've seen, that's one of them.
1: Yeah. It's a great film. The the Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part are like peak cinematography.
2: Is that
0: that the Charlie Sheen one? They're both the Charlie Sheen ones, yes. Yeah. Ironically, Martin Sheen isn't one of them.
1: It's like the lady's so (laughs) hot that he fries an egg on her stomach Yeah, I thought it was that one. one.
0: All right, uh, Hermes, I just want to check your levels, buddy. Can you just go ahead and just uh, talk for like five seconds for me?
4: Talking for about five seconds for you, Ian. Uh, Maybe this is one and two and three and four and five. Hey, the levels sound good, and uh, man, your audio
0: quality is always, always good.
1: You know what's helped? Thank you. A lovely, lovely voice.
0: It's a lovely, lovely voice. Well, thank you, but we're here to talk about Hermes. I think
1: Uh, (laughs) I I heard your voice too much. (laughs) Okay, we've
0: got lots for the for the for the coda now, so that's good to know.